sing it, Rob. Rob Zombie uh, shares a birthday with me. Is that right? Yeah, you know that. Well, every Myself. year, I guess I forget. I only think the 12th is yours. No, I don't own the 12th. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it's me, Rob Zombie, Allie Wentworth is on the 12th, oh. who's a good friend of mine. And um, we usually celebrate our birthdays together, Allie and myself. Is that right? Yes, I'm very fond of her. That is uh, that is an extraordinary woman. Really is. Yeah, I wish you knew her better because uh, she's an extraordinary woman. Very funny. Very very sharp. Very smart. Um, also, Rob Zombie will be 59. I'm so jealous. Wow. He's a kid. You wish He's you were baby. 59. <laughs> yeah, 59 was great. I got to tell you, I love my 50s. I was a monster at 50s. I was running. I was doing. I was high energy. Um, everything was cool. I was fucking like a champ. And uh, still fucking. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to put it out there that I'm having any kind of um, issues. But uh, I still get hard without any uh, chemicals. Robin, you'll well, be happy to know. To think that when you say, you know, when you're jerking off, that you're pulling on your taffy. <laughs> well, listen, the truth is, it, look, I used to pull on my taffy a couple of times a day when I was young. Now I pull my taffy like maybe I have to wait a full day to build up again. <laughs> but I don't need to take any kind of uh, chemicals. So there you Duly go. I, noted. Uh, I have I have true wood. I have OG wood. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is that uh, that kind of wood? Unassisted where, wood. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have unassisted wood. You would love it. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it might not be big, but it's unassisted. <laughs> Maybe that's how you've held on to this longevity, because you know you don't need a lot of blood flow. Yeah. I don't need to really devote that many resources to getting that thing up. <laughs> well, my birthday gift from Beth is going to involve sexual activity. She doesn't want me announcing what it is I'll be receiving. But uh, she claims I'm going to get it. Something I really like that she hasn't done in years. No. Huh. Yeah. You put so. in a special request? Yeah. She said, what do you want for your birthday? I said, nothing. I said, I said if you're going to give me something, you used to do this, and I like it. And I know you don't like it that much. But, you know, could you, like, put that aside and just do it? <laughs> and she was like, okay. She was like, okay, I'll do that for your birthday. And then the other day I found out on the air that it's not even going to happen on my birthday because she claims <laughs> she's going to be busy. <laughs> she's already busy on my birthday. <laughs> So I don't know exactly when it's going to go what down, but I'm really looking forward to it. And I asked her to wear yeah, her cat pajamas. Yeah, you're looking forward to it. You've been thinking about it. and Yeah, I've been thinking about it. And I, I said the other day, uh, maybe I'm pushing my luck, but could you wear your cat pajamas when I do this to you? <laughs> She's got these pajamas with cats on them, and I like it. Sexy. Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into lingerie. I just like women in normal clothes. She's not, Never she's was not into in it. one of those furry uh, costumes. No, like. <laughs> no, that's not me. 
<laughs> I just, I'm just happy anyone wants to be with me. I mean, I'm in shock she still wants to be with me. I don't know if the shoe was on the other foot. If she was my age and I was her age, I'd want to be with me. But she claims she's still attracted to me, so we'll see. See what happens. I'll we'll let you know see. how it goes. You know. Yeah. She's attracted to you every day. You don't need a special occasion. No, I do. I actually need a special <laughs> occasion. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it, though. I, I wonder if it's going to happen on my birthday. Probably not. Well, I wish you luck. Thanks. I hope it yeah. turns out Yay! even better than you imagine. Yeah. I think I got a gift from you yesterday. Because it was from, uh, I think it's from you. Did you send me a gift? I think we just put it in the mail yesterday. I think I got it. Is it like two boxes? Two? I don't know how many boxes they made, oh. but it All was right. in boxes. Yeah. It might be from you. Now I'll open it on my birthday. I didn't want to open it early. Oh, good. You're going to wait. Because half yeah, I'm the time... Wait. So I probably before won't. Before your birthday, I wait till the last minute to send it. You get really you'll good gifts. So a week before your birthday. Yeah, I might open it today. If I get, <laughs> you know, if I get like curious. <laughs> last night I was just tired. I went yeah. right to bed. Watched the shittiest movie last night. What a waste of time. Piece what was that? Shit. Make sure so I keep bad. away from it. Yeah, well, you got to keep away from because you'll get sucked in like I did when you read the description. It was this movie. They go. This dude shows up to this married couple's house and offers to take the husband into space. And he offers the wife a robot that's going to fuck her while he's away. And I'm like, this is this. I said, this. Yeah, exactly. I went, this is right up my alley. <laughs> I didn't know AI was going to be doing all that. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. A uh, uh, premise. And I went, oh, I'd love to see that. So and it was that Swarcy Ronan and. uh or Susie, Swarcy, Swarcy, Swarcy. I know these fucking names name is. spelled with so yeah. many vowels, you don't know where you're supposed to put anything. And she's real cute in a quirky way, and has big titties, and likes showing them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it had everything. It had nudity. <laughs> uh, for the ladies, it's got a good-looking dude. Jitties. Oh, somebody just handed me a note. The movie is called Foe. Stay away from it. It's bullshit. Foe? Yeah, it's really bad. I don't How even know why it's called Foe. that? Not only did I watch it, my wife had explained to me what happened afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm reasonably intelligent. I'm not saying I'm the brightest bulb in the batch, but I can certainly follow a movie. I had no clue what, what happened in the movie. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep during it either. I was like, this must just be episode one. It was It was the whole movie. <laughs> it ended and you thought there should be another episode yeah i was like well, let me check to see if there's more episodes and it turns out it was just a movie <laughs> so bad foe it's on um amazon but they how are be... they spelling foe is it f-o-e f-a-o f-a-u-x what is foe uh, f-o-e like in okay. fee-five foe dumb <laughs> And the whole thing was shot really dark because there's no, it's not a good script. So it's like super dark and moody. So you can't even see what's going on. That's what they do when right. there's a bad script. When it's a good script, they light the thing properly. When it's bad, they try to make it seem mysterious. I don't know. It was really weird. Like this, this black dude shows up to this white couple's house and right away he's telling them 
he's taking one off to the to the space station, and he's going to give a, a robot to fuck around with the Swartzy. And the husband is okay with that. He is. He isn't. Who knows? You can't even. T- one minute he's okay with it, the next minute he's not okay with it. <laughs> I don't Are you know. Sure you watch this thing. I did. I'm telling you, if you, I wish you'd watch it and then tell me what happened. <laughs> and, and then halfway through, something happened, and I didn't even know what happened. I didn't even know what happened at the end. Beth was telling me all this shit that happened at the end of the movie, and I go, I watched the same movie. I didn't see that. <laughs> I must have blinked. <laughs> but the Swarcy wow. Ronan though is a very attractive woman, but in a weird Good way. Good actress. Good actress. Yeah, and and love showing her titties. Like, and she's got. I wonder if she's got implants. I should check with Mr. Skin because titties. her titties are like perfect. Really? Like they're the nicest set of titties I've ever. I don't I think I've can... ever seen her do a nude scene. Have yeah, I? no, she's pretty naked in this. So what? Shamalama ding dong roni. Swarsticker Ronan. I don't know what her name is. Swarsticker? Swarsticker. Anti-Semitism is on the rise. Everybody's got it in for the Jews. They always did, but I told you, there's only 13 million Jews on the whole planet. But everybody, anyone who's yeah, miserable wants to blame the Jews. Yeah, I crazy statistic. Like, there's only 3% in the United States, but people still yeah. find them to hate them. It's always baffling to me because, um, I mean, I kind of get it. I guess if you're really miserable and you think you're not supposed to be, you got to blame someone. You know, that's what stupid people do. They never look to themselves. They just kind of say, well, problems. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, it must be somebody. And it's the Jews. Well, it's the Jews. But I told you, hating the Jews is the biggest mistake a country can make. Look, look at Hitler. The dude was on a major role. If he didn't kill all those Jews, he would have had Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein invented the atomic bomb. He was living in Germany. Well, he was Albert one of their Einstein scientists. Didn't invent the atomic bomb, but he well, you know taught he everybody invented. who did. <laughs> yeah, and he invented E equals M C squared, and you know what that did? Exactly, <laughs> it changed everything. Yeah, changed it all. But um, I told you the same with Poland. People don't believe me when I tell them the history of the world. You know, people don't read. Poland was considered, Warsaw was considered in Poland to be the Mecca of Europe. It was considered to be a cultural center for the arts, shopping, the everything. It was just a cultural center. Then they killed all their Jews. The five Jews they had there, they killed them. And now Poland's just Poland. They still haven't recovered. And they have to beg people to to come. Please come. Beg. They found the one Jew who still lives there to be the president. <laughs> they don't know what to do. They're trying to attract them back so they can get back to being what they were. Now they're just Poland. But it doesn't matter what a person or a group contributes to society. They they were they were here. They got here the same way as everybody else. They have a right to be here. Yeah, well, you know how people You know, I'm just saying justifying why you're here is like saying, yeah, if we were bad, kill us. The rap, um, when you you hate Jews, you got to call them subhuman. Of course, the doctors and lawyers and accountants that you go to that are mostly Jewish, um, 
I'm not sure how you justify them being subhuman since they seem to be a little more accomplished than you. But uh, again, somehow, this is why you don't make that argument because it doesn't yeah. hold water. Yeah, nothing holds water. The anymore. people you go to help for help you hate. Yeah, it's weird. Well, for so few of them on the planet, so few Jews on the planet, I guess it's infuriating to see that they're industrious. They haven't died out yet. <laughs> yeah, no right. matter like what a, you do, it's like a roach. You yeah, because things will get. Yeah, things will get so much better as soon as they're gone, as we saw <laughs> it not happen in history. But and then then with the latest nonsense in Israel, everyone's using that as an excuse. But well, you know try what living. I I noticed. The yeah. same thing uh, that Russia will do to the Ukraine, nobody right. says anything about. They're bombing right. hospitals, they're bombing schools, they're bombing whatever they can bomb. Yeah. But it happens in Gaza. The well, Israelis have to stop. Yeah, they got to behave. Anyway, so it's a big nightmare out there. I saw here that uh, a bunch of kids in a in a... In a high school, a coach and player from Roosevelt High School, early college studies in Yonkers, have already been dismissed over the incidents against a private Jewish school where the kids came to play basketball and beat up the Jewish kids. So That's still going on in Roosevelt. That was like, is that from your well, time or not? No, I think this is a different Roosevelt. Anything <laughs> named Roosevelt is trouble, <laughs> I've learned. <laughs> I, I went to Roosevelt. Roosevelt. This is Roosevelt and the Yonker. Wherever they name a school Roosevelt, it's like, get the <laughs> fuck out of town. <clears throat> Don't go near it. Yeah. Trump did a wacky thing. His lawyer. Oh, by the way, Trump's lawyer sounds exactly like Mark the Bagger. Did you hear the tape of Trump's lawyer? No. So Trump is trying this thing where he's saying, listen, you guys, you know, he's got like 500 court cases going all against him. Like literal court cases that he can end up in jail. And uh, he found this lawyer. You know, Trump always finds these lawyers and they and then the lawyers get frustrated because they never get paid. I don't know how Trump That's keeps right. pulling that off. I got to say, it's amazing. But Trump's lawyer was in court saying, listen, you can't go after Donald Trump. He was the president of the United States. And no matter what he does, he should have immunity. This is the argument. And then the other lawyers are saying, well, what do you mean? So the judge says to this guy, well, what if Donald Trump's the president and he says to SEAL Team 6, go kill all my political enemies? You mean he wouldn't go to jail? And the guy basically said, no, you, you can't put him in jail. Anyway, listen to the guy, though. Forget what he's saying. Just listen. He sounds yeah. just like Mark the Bagger. And later on, there's a prosecution for something different. Is there immunity for that later crime? Yes, I think that's the better reason. Obviously, it's not presented in this case because we have a close match between the conduct, the underlying conduct or transaction occurrence that's alleged in the articles of impeachment. Mark, uh, now, have you ever done professional announcing? No. No. Tell tell Howard your real name. I'm the bagger. All right. The bagger. The bagger. And you work at a grocery store. Yes. All right. And tell me what your responsibilities are. Uh, I bag groceries and get cards. Damn. Is there immunity for that later crime? Yes, I think that's the better reason. Obviously, it's not presented in this case because we have a close match between the <laughs> conduct, the underlying conduct or transaction. Or cur- By the way, uh, any minute now, I've arranged for an exclusive interview with Donald Trump's lawyer. Hold on. <laughs> oh, look who it is. Donald Trump's lawyer. Hello, sir. 
Yes, Donald Trump is awesome. Donald Trump is the greatest. Your your argument in court, I can't see how you can make that argument that the president, like, so therefore Joe Biden could go kill Trump if he wants to right now. Yes. Trump did nothing wrong, shithead, and that is my statement. Get look at the articles of impeachment, asshole. Yeah, what? well, listen, you can't say that. Yes. Now, uh, where did you go to law school? Did you actually go to law school? No. Oh, all right. What? And you're going to, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to tell the judge today if the judge rules against you? I like to tell the judge that I love Nikki Glazer and go Eagles. <laughs> all right. And, and, and I hope you don't come on her foot. No, I will not come. I will be very careful to jerk off on the rug in the courtroom. All right, oh, thank God. you. Thank you, Nikki Glazer. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wow. That's an exclusive. <laughs> Better defense than the real lawyer. Anyway, there's, they're predicting that the judges will not rule in the favor of uh, Donald Trump on this one. Yeah, but, you know, he can go to another court and another court until he gets to the Supreme Court, eventually. Well, what they're saying on this particular issue, that if the three judges who rule on this in federal court all say, that's it, no more appeals, no more of this or that. Really? It's not going to the Supreme Court. Because mm. they're saying, they, they can actually say, listen, this is so stupid that it doesn't matter. The country's so broken, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. Well, you've not lived 200 years, Howard. No, I almost have. I think uh, based on this new birthday, (laughs) I'm almost 200 years old. (laughs) Oh, God. It's so depressing, this birthday. Oh, God. My wife's going to have some friends over for dinner to celebrate, and I'm like trying to get into it. But Jesus Christ. How do you celebrate it? I mean, are you going to talk about it or you're gonna no i'm not gonna i guess other people will it's depressing i was always this young upstart dj you know i don't remember know remember when uh, we were the youngest and we needed yeah. to go away everybody was against us and yeah. uh we were we dangerous. were young <laughs> we were young dangerous revolutionaries and now <laughs> like we used to be able to make fun of imus yeah know. no no I think uh, we're, we're older than him. Is anybody afraid of us now? <laughs> <laughs> I think stand up for some reason. I don't know. All I can tell you is everyone I talk to is like just talking about their medical problems. Anyone my age. Yeah. And what pills yeah. they take. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's really sad. I think I'm better off than most people in that, I mean, you know, I thought I looked youthful, but every picture I see of myself, I do not look youthful. Well, you're not going to see it, but you don't look your age. Yeah, I think I do, sadly. Uh, You know, like I got that shit under my neck and, you know, I really need uh, some plastic surgery quick. (laughs) Neck surgery? Yeah, I mean, when I was young, I used to take pills for fun. Now I take pills to survive. (laughs) 
Come on, my yeah, Rovu statin. For the yeah. takes, I'm on takes a Rovu. change. I'm on Rovu statin. Uh. Like Dr. Ege said, well, if you go on Paxlovid, you have to stop your Rovu statin for 10 days. And I was like, <laughs> hmm, is this my life? Yeah, it's making a decision of which pill you will take. But at least I shit normally and, you know, that's a big plus. Like, I, I, you know, I move my bowels and for the most part, You're stuff comes out. You're not constipated. Because that no. would be a lot of the talk in our parents' generation. Yeah. No, I'm Everybody really proud. Everybody constipated. <laughs> well, I, can, I can make a very nice movement. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, I, it's bears repeating. I can still get hard. You know, I still get a nice six-incher going. But according to uh, Beth, who's the only one who actually experiences it, she feels like I give it to her very hard. So, Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Which is impressive, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and like I say, what I'm most proud of. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I am kind of proud of that. <laughs> I actually shaved my... Uh, push down for my birthday because it was looking oh, really? gray yeah it was looking oh, gray oh it's gotten gray down there well yeah it was weird it looked gray to me and i said i better shave this thing down and i did now i look youthful down there again because i'm looking at your hair your hair is dark i know on your but head. i saw some i saw some gray in my bush a little too too much too many for comfort and uh so I took out the uh, weed whacker and I went to work <laughs> on myself. And I'm the, so I'm so impatient that it, it's all different lengths, all the pubes. And <laughs> it's like my ball hair now is longer than my the other hairs. But at least it looks it looks kind of youthful down there now. It's it's a little darker. You don't see yeah. as much gray. Okay. Yeah, I seem to have somehow chopped off the gray. <laughs> So I look pretty good down there. I mean, for me. I, my great well, you're sadness. Not looking at other people's bushes. You don't know what they look No, like. but I see a lot of porn, you know. I see what goes on. Oh, well. Yeah. God, people in like porn look so... yourself to, you know, a movie. They, they have professional groomers on the set. People in porn look so great. I mean... <laughs> I was watching these two lesbians and I'm like, you know, God, the camera is like right up their asshole. They look good. Like that's that's the sign of really like being that's a good talent shape. to have a good looking asshole. <laughs> no, but it's not talent, but it's it's yeah. they're, you know, take a video camera and video yourself naked and you'll see they, they're <laughs> you got to admire people in pornography. They look great. They're crazy. I don't have to admire them. I Somebody do. Probably painted that. No. <laughs> One time I tried videoing myself in porn and the cameras were literally 50 yards away and I still looked bad. <laughs> My penis looked bad. Everything looked bad. Look, the lighting's got to be perfect. Camera angles matter. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have to use. A, you didn't have a crew in there. I needed a crew. I was operating <laughs> the camera. I got to say my camera work was pretty shitty. <laughs> That's so depressing. Anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna uh, gonna have a birthday. In in spite of yourself, you can't stop it. Yeah. Well, Beth wants it, so 
No, Do I mean, have... the calendar's going to change, and it's going to be your birthday anyway. You can't stop it. So weird, too. My mom's... I couldn't believe my mother outlived Ralph. I know. I keep saying that, but it's really... My mom just keeps on going. My mom, When I got COVID, my mom started calling Beth saying, Howard's going to die, and I'm like, yeah, she's probably right. She's going to outlive <laughs> me. Son of a gun. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, by the way, that was very helpful. Howard's dying. I know it. And I'm like, well, it's not very comforting. She I wish never my mom had the right words. <laughs> no. She goes, words don't matter. Actions matter. Well, words kind of do matter. You're making me nuts. <laughs> that was my mother's thing, that words don't matter. Oh, boy. That's why I swear to you, you know, I was a mama's boy. I totally was indoctrinated by my mother and believed everything my mother said. So when we got on the radio, I would say whatever I wanted because I thought, well, words don't matter. Everyone, no one cares. Turns out a lot yeah, of people well, cared. The government cared. Everybody Everyone cared. cared. Yeah. Everyone was <laughs> pissed off at me. There are people still pissed off at me from the, from the 80s. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? I see that guy who hosted the uh, People's Choice, whatever that was, the Golden the Globes, Globes. The Golden Globes. That motherfucker's probably like, Jesus Christ, why did I agree to host that thing? The comedian, Joe Coy. I know. He's getting slammed. Can't, can't figure out how to say it differently that he sucked you know like they all yeah, write that, yeah. that he sucked like, they have to find a new way to write it yeah being a journalist now is trying to figure out how do you say joe coy sucked <laughs> in a different way than just saying he sucked <laughs> and the poor bastard you know he's probably you know finally getting some traction in his career and he's getting noticed and i'm sure he had dreams of like maybe being recognized as being a talent but uh, I, I i wish i don't know the guy but i would have said to him do not do it listen jimmy kimmel he doesn't listen to me either i've always said to him jimmy do not post the oscars it's jimmel a bullshit kimmel. fucking job jimmy does fine he gets good notices but um it's very rare especially this joe coy was pulled in 10 days before the fucking uh, yeah, uh give him a break for goodness sake I ain't giving anybody a break. He evidently committed a cardinal sin. He offended uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Can't do that. <laughs> he said, I don't even think what he said was bad about Taylor it Swift. Wasn't. He said, he said, our show is um, like the NFL, except we don't go to, we don't cut away to Taylor Swift half as much. That seems to me to be like a nice kind of unoffensive joke. It is hardly a joke. Jesus Christ, I'll tell you where everything's going. Soon AI is going to write everything. Craig Gass, the, com the, the comedian and our friend for so many years, uh -huh. he sent me an email last night. He says, you got to hear this. There's some dude who programmed AI to do a new George Carlin special called I Can't Believe I'm Dead or something like that. And AI wrote the whole thing. And this guy, he can't use George Carlin's voice for the AI because that's against the law right now. But he, he did an impression of George Carlin, fed it to the computer. And the computer does a whole hour as George Carlin. And I got to tell you something. It's pretty fucking funny. Really? Honest to God. Yeah. He does a whole rap on 
guns and religion and God and being dead. But as I was listening to it, I had one question that kept burning in my brain. Was I crazy enough to give Craig Gass my email? What's he doing with it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, honestly, maybe AI gave him your email too. (laughs) Damn. Hey, Craig, how did you get Craig? You there? Craig's working with us today. I'm here. (laughs) How did you get my email? By the way, that seems crazy to me. I mean, I I know a lot of people way more famous than you. I won't give them my email. I have to say, I'm still traumatized by uh, my once a year phone call that I used to make to you to say thank you for putting me on the show because it led to me paying my mom's bills for the last 20 years. I'd call you once a year and leave you a message. And then about 10 years into it, I'm in Minnesota. I'm on the road and you're talking and you said, hey, by the way, uh, Craig Gass, Leave me the fuck alone. Stop calling me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this fucking guy, he's got my email. And I'm like, every time he emails me, I go, I can't believe I must have given Craig Gass my email. What a dumb move. But he does. He he sends me some interesting stuff. And this, Craig, weren't you impressed with the level of material that AI wrote for George Carlin? Honestly. <laughs> I was impressed, but I also was thrown by the point of view sometimes. I didn't think that, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. He's very anti-police in this thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to that part. I only heard the first 15 minutes and I thought it was very George Carlin-esque and funny and thought-provoking. Agreed. And it's scary because at one point he starts saying, I know you're wondering, how I'm still here. I'm dead and I'm actually AI. And he does a whole five minutes about this is the future, folks. You're about to start getting new comedy specials for Joan Rivers, Sam yep. Kinison, Bill yep. Hicks, and they're going to be coming out every day. They're going to get a new special every day. I'm telling this. you, I listened to the first 15 minutes and it was thought provoking. It was sort of like a rap, very George Carlin esque about how, how can God be this great guy who brings you good things and then be the same guy who brings you cancer and all this other shit. Then he goes into guns and somehow he ties it all together. And I'm like a fucking computer wrote this material and it's every bit as good as a George Carlin special. Like I, I'm going to watch the rest of it. Sounds like a young George Carlin. It's a young George Carlin voice. Yeah, but it's a guy doing it. But imagine if he could use George Car, if he could feed George Carlin's actual voice into the AI, it would be a George Carlin special. Oh, for sure. Do, do you think we'll see a day where there'll be a Craig Gas AI special? I mean, uh, that's what people are wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering if I should have used it for what I'm doing. I'm putting out two comedy specials this year. The first one I already taped, and that whole show is just an hour of making fun of Kiss. For an hour. That's the whole show. <laughs> what do you mean? You're going to do a whole hour on Kiss? I did an entire hour that I filmed in New York last month where I just made fun of Kiss for an hour. That's funny. That's the whole show. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was so easy. And then the show I'm filming in Tucson next month is the comedy special I've been working on. That, But the Kiss thing was just, I have two hours of material about Kiss. What the fuck are wow. you saying about Kiss? Just the relationship that I started with being on the show and how Gene Simmons confronted me on the air 
the day after I, Gene Simmons confronted me on your show, I got a phone call from their management company, McGee Entertainment, and they wanted to tell me that their singer, Paul Stanley, was my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I bet you Paul loves you. <laughs> and that they wanted me to know yeah. that Paul loves when anyone makes fun of Gene Simmons. I couldn't believe it. It was the craziest. <laughs> Is Gene offended by you? Is Was that the gist of it? He seemed to have a sense of humor about it, but over the years I had all these run-ins with him and then run-ins with KISS fans where I would, I thought, well, I'm friends with KISS now, so everything's going great. But then I upset the KISS fans because I would do jokes when I would perform with Kiss that the Kiss fans would take way too seriously. You know that joke <laughs> that I told you when I was on the boat with them? I was on a boat. What was that? Kiss on the Kiss cruise. Someone asked me if I would like <laughs> to make an announcement on the ship on the Kiss cruise. And I said, absolutely. Well, let me ask you a question. If I make an announcement on this ship, who's going to hear it? And they said, well, if you want, we can flip a switch and it'll get piped into every cabin on the ship. And I said, oh, nice. Flip that. I know exactly what I want everyone to wake up to. <laughs> the next morning, 3,000 of the biggest KISS fans in the world woke up to bing bong. Hey, everybody. This is Paul Stanley. And this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And we have a very important announcement. Do not panic, but we have a very important announcement about the Kiss Cruise. At that moment, all my friends on the ship said that all the fans had stopped, were looking up at the speakers and smiling until the next words that came out of my mouth. We've just hit an iceberg, which... <laughs> Keep in mind, when I said we've just hit an iceberg, we're in the yeah. middle of the fucking Bahamas when I said that. <laughs> There's no reason as an intelligent person you should go, this ship's going down. This ship's going down. We're in the fucking Bahamas. But oh. do not panic because Kiss is going to take care of everybody. We actually have three packages to get you off the ship. First... <laughs> We have the platinum package. It's five thousand dollars. <laughs> we can we can we can put you on a life raft, and you have your own private photo taken with Kiss. <laughs> then we have the diamond package. Isn't that right, Paul? That's right. The diamond package for ten thousand dollars, where we'll throw you in the ocean with Tommy and Eric, and then Kiss will float by on a raft. We do a private acoustic <laughs> in the ocean. Everything I said. An acoustic set. Stupid. Yeah. 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 And, but That's great. Several KISS fans believed it. And they, they, they thought went, that that was a real thing in the Bahamas. They, actually, they, they specifically were going to the employees and saying, so KISS is going to charge us to get off the boat now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was so believable to them. But how, it is believable. How brilliant is that for KISS to have a cruise and then create a disaster where you have to pay even more to get off the boat. That I, That it, is kind of brilliant. It's very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen so, you yeah. in a while. What's going on? You lose your hair or what? What's going on under I, that I, baseball I, cap? I, I shave my head now. I got Oh, a, shit. I wouldn't yeah. even recognize you. Yeah, I've been touring a lot and uh, uh, did my first arena tour uh, last year you. with Russell Really Nice. Yeah, Russell Peters. Russell Peters is a huge fan of yours. 
And Russell Peters does arenas and theaters all over the world. We did a... You know, it's funny. I was reading an article about this. There's a bunch of, like, like in stand-up, because of social media now, and, you know, stand-ups have a following on social media, guys you never even heard of are packing arenas. Because if they have, you know, 150, 200, or maybe even a million people following them, they can put together a tour and market it directly to their audience. So a guy, what's the guy's name? Russell Peters. Russell Peters. And he's selling out stadiums or so, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, Russell was one of the first to start breaking into arenas about 10 years ago. And he would regularly end up on the Forbes list of the really? top five earning comedians. Yeah, and Chris Rock would refer to him as the most unknown famous guy in the world because... I never heard of the guy. He was stealth, yeah. And he's an unbelievably funny guy who does great crowd work and just he kills it everywhere. But yeah, there are guys, not only are they getting into arenas, I started a tour last year in Providence, Rhode Island. Bill Burr was about an hour away from me. I went to go see him perform at Fenway Park. He sold, he was the first comedian to ever do stand up where the Boston Red Sox play and he sold out Fenway Park. Comedians are now getting to the point where they're selling out stadiums. Gabriel Iglesias sold out Dodger Stadium two nights in a row. Really? Who is that? Yeah. I mean, Bill Burr, I know. That I understand. Yeah. But uh, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, um, his nickname is Fluffy. He's got a bunch of comedy specials on Netflix. And he's uh, just comedy is bigger than it's ever been. When I was a kid, George and Richard were the two guys who would yeah. um, sell out theaters. And now there's dozens of comedians that can sell out theaters and another dozen or two that can sell out arenas it's crazy what about you what's going on with you all well, these guys are selling out arenas what are you selling out oh i'm selling out at least 15 20 seats at night um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i heard you were at an italian restaurant <laughs> yeah they uh it's, are you it's doing always well, great right? i mean you're making a yeah, living doing... you're not living in the back of eddie van halen's house anymore right i'm not living at eddie van halen's house anymore i'm making a great living and and working all over the country and nice and um and it's well, great for and you I'm, I'm having fun yeah and it all started on your show and but boy, did I learn a lesson not to thank you anymore. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, no, you Stop. are. Stop messing Never give your email or phone number to Craig Gass. He fucking abuses it. It's uh, <laughs> at least once a year I hear from him. <laughs> it's a panic in my house. Like my, I can't believe this guy's bothering me again. It's been a whole year. <laughs> that George Do you, is sure? is do, do you get an answer, Craig? <laughs> he no, does. I, never... I, I write him all the time. Yeah, he does actually. Yeah, he actually. Not only that, every once in a while, I've gotten uh, if I've if I've gotten Howard a birthday gift, he sends me a card. Um, but of course, that's why you're a doing... nuisance. He has to send your card. Yeah, you are a pain in the ass. <laughs> Craig, what did you think of Joe Coy hosting? Uh, do you know Joe Coy? Is he a big deal? I don't. That's the first I heard of him too. I know Joe. I know Joe. He's uh, he's hilarious, and I was surprised at all the bad press and all the shit that was being said about him because when I looked at it, I thought. He's not, he's not bombing. He's getting laughs. I mean, they're not right. huge laughs. It's also a shitty place to do stand up. Of course. In, in front of all those people who take these awards so seriously. Exactly. And it's the worst audience in the world because they don't want to be goofed on. Yeah. And you know what was trending on Twitter was that Joe Coy bombed. Everyone was saying that he bombed. 
yeah. and that and that he was getting booed. And I didn't hear any boos. I couldn't find any spot where he's getting boos. He's getting light laughs. And I didn't understand what all the bad reviews were about. If you watch that whole thing, it, it just sounds like he's getting a little, there's a thing that comedians do when you can tell they're not, something's not going well. They start to stammer a little bit. And that's when you can see the sign like, Oh, he's, he's nervous. It's, it's not going as well as he thought it was. And right. you can hear him stammer a little, but there's also a thrill that comedians have about bombing that you get a, a kick out of it. Bombing. Yeah, but you don't want to bomb on national television. In other words, I'm sure Joe Coy, I don't know the guy, but I'm sure he was unprepared for the fact that, oh, this audience will not laugh at itself. You know, unless it's like one of those cutesy little jokey things where you're actually complimenting someone, even though it's a little bit of a put down. You know what I mean? And it's a that tough it's crowd. be written up in every newspaper and website. It's yeah. it's just going to be reviewed by everyone. Thank God, True, Craig, they've never asked you to uh, host uh, any of these shows. <laughs> I would hate to see you get that kind of negativity. I really would. I'm really glad. I hope you've turned all that down. <laughs> Bombing really is the story that comedians take with them with pride, though. You, you really I know it's uh, my favorite. I've heard that. Are, are, I don't understand stories. it. Uh, the first time I heard about that was Andrew Dice Clay. I was talking to him and he says, hey, I'm putting out an album. And this is when Dice was at his biggest. I'm putting out an album where I just bomb. It's a double album set. Like I just <laughs> go out and bomb. And I'm like, well, why would you put that out? He goes, because it's funny. But it wasn't it wasn't funny. But to him, it was funny because he bombed. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that's a different kind of bomb, but there's there's certain bombs that that comedians take with pride. Dane Cook has the greatest bomb story I've ever known about. We all used to work at a club in New York called the Boston Comedy Club, and Dane had this moment where he's on stage. It's one thirty in the morning on a Tuesday night, and he's performing for six people, and <laughs> one of the six people, by the way had all of his groceries on the table with him. <laughs> we, we used oh, to have a homeless guy. No, yeah. there was a door guy named Bert Kreischer, who's now a really famous comedian. And Bert would uh, yell at people on the streets, go, hey, come on, we got a comedy show. And some guy walked by and said, I, I got my groceries. No, oh, give me your groceries. I'll help you out. Give me the groceries. Here, come here. Uh, you can come. No cover. No cover. Come on. <laughs> so he walks this guy in, puts his groceries on the table. Dane Cook is... It's one thirty in the morning. He's bombing in front of six tired, drunk people. One of the six audience members <clears throat> who's hammered gets up, stumbles over to the restroom, closes the door, and starts violently vomiting in the bathroom <laughs> to where the other five audience members are just looking over because all they can hear, they can't listen to the comedy because in the corner of the room, there's a guy going, Aah! <laughs> long pause and they all hear and the guy comes back out and he starts tumbling over to his seat Dane's standing on stage and he goes are you okay are you feeling all right are you doing okay and the guy sits down and goes oh no i just i had some bad comedy <laughs> and the guy with the groceries is throwing his groceries in the air. <laughs> they just, they fucking the guy was him. quick. He goes, I, I, I swallowed was... some bad comedy. Huh? That's <laughs> yeah, great. 
And when you have a moment like that, as a comedian, you have to give it up to somebody and just go, you know what? Fuck, you got me. Wow. Poor for Joe Coy. Yeah, Joe Did Coy. Did you hear just- this? Since you're a comedian, I could ask you. Did you hear this interview, this podcast where Cat Williams was putting down all the other comedians? Did you hear it? Yeah, that's... There's there's What's a going? lot of yin and a lot of everyone's talking about that. Is that the big talk in the comedy community? Because I listen to some. I'll play some clips because I know Robin hasn't heard it. Uh, Cat no, Williams. I I've seen a couple of statements, you know, like quotes, but I haven't heard. Does Cat Williams make a lot of money in stand up? It seems to me he's been around a long time and can sell. You know, I don't know if he sells arenas, but it seems like he can sell a lot of tickets, right? He sells a lot of tickets. He's as far as I know, he mostly does theaters. He doesn't do arenas. And I, I know there's some cities where he does arenas, but he's always been a big theater guy. He could definitely pack a theater. Do you but know man. him at all, or is he not in your uh, crowd? The only time I was ever around him was when the SWAT team showed up to the comedy store. <laughs> um, they had surrounded the comedy store because... Cat Williams had pistol whipped somebody inside the club, and I didn't know the cat was in there. But I walked out into the parking lot of the comedy store, and there was a there's a hotel. Was this alleged? In other words, and this was uh... yeah, it was it was alleged. There was a a call that was made that he had allegedly assaulted somebody. Oh, so in other words, it was one of those fake. Was it a swatted kind of thing? Oh no, it was. He was there, and the incident. (laughs) There was an incident. There was definitely oh. an incident. But well, Cat Williams, let me play this for you, and I'll get uh, your reactions. Sure. He went on a podcast podcast called Club Shay Shay. Do you know Club Shay Shay? Anybody? Club Shay Shay. I think it's the first that a lot of people are becoming aware of it. <laughs> it's hosted by. Well, there's, there's a podcast for everything. I mean, everyone is interviewing everyone else, but it's hosted by a former NFL star, Shannon Sharp. The interview's almost three hours long. Mm-hmm. As Shannon gave Cat a long, glowing introduction. Here's the introduction he gave him, too. He gave him a nice introduction, so I thought maybe Cat Williams would be in a real good mood. The guy that's stopping by for conversation and the drink today, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love him. Some call him the greatest, the greatest, one of the greatest comedians, dead or alive. One of America's greatest entertainers, one of the funniest men on the planet, world-renowned, multi-talented, a comedy legend. He's touring. To, he's the top touring comedian, selling out arenas. He's a hilarious storyteller, Emmy award-winning actor, voice actor, rapper, writer, producer, director, icon, Jeez. genius, a national tre- treasure, philanthropist, humanitarian, social activist, a father, one of the great funny men of our generation and any generation, Mr. Cat Williams. Mm. Thank you, sir. How that was, was that magnificent. Intro? <laughs> I'd be like, gee, I would be a little like, uh, hey, that's awfully nice of you to say, but I think you went over the top a little bit. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Cat Williams like, thank you, of course. Uh, and now, here Comedian. he is. Yeah. Cat Williams, Messiah, uh, second to Jesus Christ. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. That's accurate, Howard. Comedians don't like a hyped up intro because you think, how the right. fuck am I going to follow that? <laughs> but yeah, Kat yeah, clearly enjoyed it and embraced it. Our first guest is the Messiah. He <laughs> uh, has a giant cock, perfect balls, and he's the inventor of the iPhone and he cured cancer. Cat Williams. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for mentioning my credentials. Oh, that's Our awesome. Our first guest is the greatest comedian who ever lived. 
That's right. Thank you. <laughs> a lot. Stop or right dead. there. Yes. A, a Nobel Peace dead. Prize winner and comedian and heals the blind, Cat Williams. <laughs> wow, thank you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're right. I am. Well, good for him. Mashiach is here. <laughs> Mashiach, an inventor of chemotherapy and former time traveler, Cat Williams. Well, Nobody's. thank you very much. A man who I personally saw sell out an arena and walked on water, Cat Williams. Well, thank you. A man who shits gold coins. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I didn't mention, Cat, that you can fly and you are an EGOT winner. That's correct. Yeah, I, I learned to fly when I was very young, like Superman. ha. <laughs> What an intro. Jesus Christ. Yeah, nobody saw where this interview ended up going. Well, I mean, it seems like a lot of people are mad at Cat Williams now, a lot of comedians. Because, I mean, it's it's kind of shitty to shit on all your fellow comedians, right? Not only that, whenever a comedian is in trouble, all other comedians will support that person. Usually if it's right. a, a creative thing, because it's, you know, if you're trying to do something funny on stage, let somebody try. Let somebody make an attempt. But, man... Coming out and just shitting on people, this is this is pretty unprecedented. My first guest is a Rhodes Scholar. He's also a stand-up comedian. He played uh, in the major, uh, the major leagues in baseball, football, and uh, was voted uh, MVP. He also <laughs> killed bin Laden. He killed Hitler when he went back in his time machine. Our 47th president who defeated Godzilla in Japan, Cat Williams. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> Cat, I, I saw you. I saw you on stage. I remember when you um, took that blind guy out of the audience and you and you made him see. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, speaking of the sea, I remember when you parted the Red Sea. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank. I love the thank you at the end. I was like, wow. He's the greatest comedian who ever lived, cured cancer, and won Best Buns of Santa Monica in 1995 and 97. Please welcome. And, and by the way, let's mention he's also reading my thoughts as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Cat Williams. Well, thank you. <laughs> you could go on mocking that oh. intro for the rest oh my. of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy that's stopping by for conversation and the drink today, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love him. Some call him the greatest, the greatest, one of the greatest comedians, <laughs> dead or alive. One of America's <laughs> greatest entertainers, one of the funniest men on the planet, world renowned, multi talented, a comedy legend. He's also has his realtor's license and he's been into space three times. <laughs> He was the first to pilot to cr pilot to cross the Atlantic and the first man on the moon. Ladies and gentlemen, Phil Mr. Has, Cat Williams. Thank you. Phil has Thank all you. his own teeth. <laughs> and built you the know. pyramids single-handedly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Cat Williams. Well, thank you very much. I'm what doing has he shows. done? <laughs> yeah. He's so funny, he makes Richard Pryor look like a bag of shit. Cat Williams. Thank you. Thank you. The guy that's stopping by for conversation and the drink today. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love him. Some call him the greatest... The greatest, one of the greatest, the greatest explorer ever who discovered America with Columbus. Comedians, dead or alive. One of America's greatest entertainers. One of the funniest. Also, CEO of Amazon, Apple, Tesla, and NASA. Cat Williams. Best man on the planet. World renowned. Multi talented. A comedy legend. He's comedy legend. Unbelievable. Invented the internet. He's the top touring comedian selling out arenas. He's a hilarious arenas. storyteller. Emmy wow. award winning actor. Voice actor. Rapper. Writer. Producer.
Gold Star, Purple Heart winner, Cat Williams. Thank you. Dude's a director. Icon. Speaks fluent dolphin. Genius, imaginal tre treasure. <laughs> Philanthropist, humanitarian. Inventor of the wheel. Social activist, a father. One of the great funny men of our generation, an any generation. Mr. He found the lost city of Atlanta. Cat Williams. Cat Williams. <laughs> Thank you, sir. How, how that was that intro? Thank you. Thank he you, fucked sir. your mama and mine. Please welcome. <laughs> he thwarted 15 terrorist attacks this year alone. Who wrote this intro? Uh, that's I don't what know. I need to know. I need to get on that club, Shay Shay. I could use a little love like that. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with us today is Howard Stern. Not only is he a radio performer, but he ended World War II. He wrestles alligators <laughs> and he invented Ozempic, which so many people are grateful for. He invented the atomic bomb alongside of Einstein and has sold out arenas. Ladies and gentlemen, Howard Stern. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> That's a hell of an intro. Bye. Club Shay Shay. Who's the guy? The guy was in the NFL, that guy reading yeah, that? Yeah, uh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Uh, NFL yeah. great. Yeah. Great yeah. NFL player. great, huh? I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I don't even know because I don't watch yeah. football. And he's been a commentator, you know, sports commentator since he left football. So he's been all over ESPN and some of those other think, sports outlets. I'm thinking of going on that show just to get a good intro. Yeah. Cat Williams. You I mean, gotta wonder, what is he, is he gonna come up with for you? The guy that's stopping by for conversation and the drink today, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna love him. Some call him the greatest, the greatest, one of the greatest comedians, dead or alive, one of America's greatest entertainers, one of the funniest men on the planet. World discovered fire, invented the wheel, got high score on Tetris. Multi-talented, a comedy legend. Invented penicillin. He's touring. He's the top touring comedian, selling out arenas. Uh, he directed The Godfather, The Terminator, and The Barbie. He's a hilarious movie. storyteller, <laughs> Emmy award-winning actor, voice. He fucked every Playboy playmate on the planet. He pee, his pee can cure polio. He wrote To Kill a Mockingbird and Catch from the Ride. Ladies and gentlemen, Howard Actor, Stern. Rapper, writer, producer, director, icon, genius, a national trick. Can breathe in space. Treasure, philanthropist, humanitarian, social <laughs> yeah. activist, a father, one of the great. Has had a number one hit in the last six decades, every decade. Funny man of our generation, an Started any China's generation. one any generation started China's one child policy. Ladies and gentlemen, Howard Stern. Well, thank you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here on Club Shay Shay. You know, Howard, I just want to mention also that you wrote the Bible. Yeah, I wrote it uh, when I was a child, actually. A lot of idiots believe it. In one draft. One draft. Yeah. It only took one draft. Thank you, sir. How was that uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Howard, I understand you helped North Korea develop nuclear weapons. Yeah, I did. It was a mistake. I'll admit. But then you made up for it when you wrote the Ten Commandments. That's correct. I don't mean the movie. I actually wrote the book. Wow. <laughs> Howard, you make a joke about writing that book when you're a kid. That actually is something close to what he says in that interview. Cat Williams says something about himself that I think cancels out every accusation he makes. Well, when I go on Club Shay Shay, I'm going to talk to the uh, host about how I started speaking to insects when I was a little boy. <laughs> like uh, Ant-Man. He is the chosen one. Please welcome. Howard Stern. Shits gold bricks and invaded Poland before Hitler. Here he is. <laughs> America's number one darling. He's the Howard, only I time traveler. Howard, I understand you can write with your uh, left hand and your right hand at the same, same time. <laughs> That's correct. Yes, I'm happy to be here on Club Shay Shay. Anyway, I was wondering as a comedian, I've had a uh, cat on the show. He was very entertaining. I enjoyed him. It's hilarious. Well, Craig, you're saying uh, he's hilarious, but you're saying uh, this he might have gone too far in the comedy community. Will he be shunned? Let's hear to what he said 
Um, Kat said he came on the podcast to set the record straight on some of Shannon's past guests. Oh. First, he went after comedian Ricky Smiley. I don't know Ricky Smiley. You know him, Craig? I know of Ricky. I don't know much about his material. Okay. Cat was angry. Smiley claimed he was originally supposed to play a movie role that eventually went to Cat Williams. Cat did not like this. Here's Cat oh. talking about this gentleman, Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley can't act because Ricky Smiley can't act. He was so egregious. Not now. Then he was so egregious. I put in my contract that I won't work with Ricky Smiley again unless he's in a dress. Now, what was Ricky Smiley's next movie? Was it First Sunday? Did he wear a dress in it? You bet he did. It's in my contract. <laughs> Why would you put that in your put in your contract, Cat? That's where he's the a believable actor. Him and Tyler Perry can't play a man to save their life. They play good women, and I believe that the best actor should be in the best role. Wow. So he's saying that the only way that that guy can act is if he plays a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Don't you think that's funny? It is funny. It is funny. He yeah. said so many things, though. I mean, let me, he all right, just here really... I'll go. He took off on Cedric the Entertainer, who seems like a nice guy, right? He's a funny guy, Cedric the Entertainer. And a hilarious comedian. Okay. Cedric the Entertainer was accused of stealing one of Kat's closing jokes in the 90s. By the way, that happens a lot with comedians, right? Everyone's always accusing everyone of stealing each other's material. Yeah, the most egregious was Carlos Mencia, who was... The stories are incredible about Car Carlos would the stories are that he would even steal from his opening acts, one of which a, a guy um, when he passed away, this opening act, Carlos tried to attend the funeral and they wouldn't let him into the church. <laughs> because he Well, that was the him. guy Joe Rogan went up on stage and confronted, right? Yes. Carlos Mencia. Yeah, I don't know. You see, I don't know all these comedians. I mean, I know well, Joe, Mencia but I don't was know. Beginning to have a bit of a breakthrough, yeah. and then Exploded, everybody yeah. came and said, "He steals material." Yeah, but you know, you never know. I mean, there's no comedy court, so it's hard to know who's stealing what. But all right, anyway, let's get back to what Cat Williams said. Cedric the Entertainer was accused of stealing one of Cat's closing jokes in the '90s. Cedric denied it to Shannon during his interview. Cat took offense to that. I'm just saying I can't let these dudes lie. Cedric's sitting here telling you why he ain't a movie star. He over here look like a walrus. You didn't say nothing. He can't even get his arms off his stomach sitting over here. Why I'm can't, not a movie can't, star. Can't, can't, what? It's a situation. He never wrote anything. Remember, when Cedric the Entertainer starts, he's supposed to be singing, dancing, and telling jokes. That's why he's called the Entertainer. Right. We found out he can't sing, can't dance, and doesn't he's write doing jokes. He did four comedy specials. They're so bad, Shannon. They're not available on Netflix or Tubi. <laughs> he is funny. <laughs> Cat Williams is funny. Come on. He's hilarious. He's yeah. hilarious. The tough thing is that people are taking it as the word of gospel of what he's saying. I well, don't after that intro, that. you have to, right? Yeah. Well, listen to yeah. this. Well, yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy <laughs> built an ark with two of every animal. You have to <laughs> admire that. Didn't Cat Williams invent photography? Also, I don't think he mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> Invented the internet. Please welcome Cat Williams, ladies and gentlemen. My first guest. I think you're going to be very impressed. He signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> And he's also a stand-up comedian, sell out arenas everywhere, and has a 47-inch penis. 
That's right. It's Cat Williams. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You didn't mention I invented the horse. Oh, yeah. He invented the animal, the horse. It didn't exist before Cat Williams. But uh, this is a funny interview. Cat also went after Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's a funny guy. Come on. Steve Harvey's a mm -hmm. talent. Absolutely. Uh, Cat also went after Steve Harvey and called him a liar. Let me hear that. So I'm taking them at face value. These are like, this is like Steve Harvey telling people he used to be homeless. That's my story. That's not his story. Steve Harvey was never homeless. When he, Mark Curry was touring with him 25 years ago, he was making $3,000 a show in cash and doing five shows a week. They, they just tell the stories. This, my, thanks to my wife, I'm where I am. You said that about the first wife. You forget that? You told us it was her. Then you went Marry somebody else that think like a man. <laughs> he is funny. Come on. He is. He's hilarious. That's some crazy shit. So you're saying the other comedians are really mad at him now because he attacked his own. Oh, well, everyone's talking about it. Is that true? Like the accusations he's making are crazy. It's not the first time. That anyone's accused another comedian of stealing. No, but, but what it is, is like Pat Cooper used to do this. He'd come on my show and he'd eviscerate every comedian, every actor. And it was hysterical right. until he started doing it to me. And then it wasn't so <laughs> funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, hey, wait a second. Did he just right. hit me in the head? Now you did something. Yeah. I go, we can't have him on anymore, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you see way, that with people sometimes. There's, there's drama around people. And you, mm -hmm. you find it entertaining until you're part of the drama. Right. And and Cat Williams has a history of provoking people and and wanting everyone to know how great he is. He seems to feel like he's not getting his due. We're getting recognition. Um, recognition. Well, anyway, those were his main issues, Craig. But Cat oh, took a bunch of quick shots. But he took a bunch of quick shots at others. Okay. Here we go. Rapid fire. Why earthquake not in movies? Cause he's illiterate. He can't read. And they found that out when they gave him a show and put the cards in front of him. Faison said that getting a Netflix special is easy. I have 12 specials. Guess how many Faison got? Zero. So Why is he allowed to have conversations about real stand up people? They canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. And um, the Chris Tucker that we got now is Epstein Island Chris Tucker, oh, not Smokey. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Listen to Shannon Sharp. He, Michael Jackson's best friend. Christmas. Michael Jackson called him Christmas. You ever met a man that gave you a little nickname like that? No. Mm -mm, me neither. Man, I ain't going to be able to get nobody back. I ain't going to be able to get no more comedians. <laughs> no comedians. He's funny, too. That guy's funny, too. I'm not going to be able to get any more comedians. I'm telling you. It's all a lie. I, I, you know Helen Keller? <laughs> she wasn't deaf or blind. That bitch could see. <laughs> That's Everybody knew it. That was my story. I'm blind. I can't see shit. <laughs> and deaf, too. Deaf, too. Stevie I can't Wonder. hear nothing. Stevie uh, Wonder, one of the greatest musicians. He can't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, uh, I like he's saying Steve Harvey stole homelessness from him.
Right. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That's a yeah, serious deal, you. boy. I'll tell you. Mm. But there's uh, some things he said about himself that were crazy. Like he I said when he was yeah. when he was a kid, he said, "I read three thousand books in a year." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's know, nothing. If there those little books with the big letters. That's yeah. possible. He went on to say that um, Oppenheimer stole his shit that he made that bomb. <laughs> that's his story. <laughs> that's his story. That's his truth. Um, Shannon, the host of Club Shay Shay, then asked Cat for his thoughts on Kanye West. Oh boy. Cat uh, wouldn't say much about Kanye West, but he had some things to say about Kim Kardashian that were really fucking mean. What do you expect? The guy married a whore. Like, what? Oh, like, Lord. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I mean, married her because she was one. Not he didn't know. He understood that he wanted that. He courted that. That's what he wanted to base his but maybe family she got, she got on. a good heart, though. <laughs> this poor guy who's hosting the show is trying to do damage control. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, he, had, he he started praying. Lord Jesus. Get me out of this <laughs> hey, what about me renaming this show uh, Club How How? <laughs> you know, these podcasts, they're onto a lot of good things. Anyway, uh so I guess some of the comedians, Craig, as you were pointing out, are now firing back at Cat. So it's turning into a whole big war. So I'm reporting on this because you're here today, Craig, and you're in the stand-up community. Um, the guy he made, the guy he said terrible things about this, Faison Love, who I don't know, but Faison Love says Cat sold his ass for rides to Miami. Now he's what? attacking Cat. Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Chimp Williams. Uh, it's hard to address lunacy, but it's so funny how many people think this dumb, stupid motherfucker is spitting truth. But that's the internet, I guess. You guys want to believe in something so bad. He took a tractor trailer after stopping in a tractor trailer lot. A truck stop and aborted that truck and went to Miami. He rode in the back of that truck with a stranger. Now, back then they had a saying ass, grass, or gas. Nobody rides free. Cat was giving up that ass ride, that take that ride. <laughs> Wow. By the way, uh, Robin, we are reporting from the front lines of the comedy war right now. <laughs> That's going on between Cat Williams and all the other comedians. And the Craig. rest of comedy, yes. Craig Gass is upset because he wasn't mentioned in any of this. He, uh, <laughs> he's like, wait a second. Can't somebody be angry with me? I'm glad I wasn't mentioned in this write-up, this appearance. Yeah, um, he, he laid waste to a bunch of comedy careers. Because people are taking it as, as, they're taking it as, as truth that, uh, all these comedians. Well, right. Well, these guys are firing back, rightly so. Rapper Trick Daddy wasn't even brought up in the interview, but he's pissed at Cat for making a joke about him owning restaurants. 
Believe it or not. You want to hear that? Now Trick Daddy is firing back at Cat Williams. You said some slick shit about me in one of your stand-up, um, in one of your stand-up, you was, you was being sarcastic saying that if Trick Daddy can own a restaurant, you can do anything. Well, <laughs> nigga, you bulldagging looking ass fuck nigga. Keep my name out your mouth. I'm not no comedian. I'm a street nigga first, okay? Keep my name out your mouth, bitch ass nigga. Keep Ricky Smiley name out your mouth. Keep all OG's name out your mouth, bitch ass nigga. You, you scary curls to uh, have perm wearing ass nigga. Stop, listen man. Stop talking about other niggas that be relevant in the game, the trend. Cause you was trending today and I'ma be trending tomorrow on your bitch ass. And I'm with whatever you with, nigga. You, you don't you, you don't have appearance to be a comedian. By the way, I, I'm into this, but I wish Trick Daddy would buckle his seatbelt. That that constant dinging <laughs> in the background is yeah, ruining his message. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. What, you don't what, have the voice. You got tenacity. And I know you ain't got enough heart. Because you got enough heart. Say my name, bitch. I'm going to wake you up in your bed. Fuck, nigga. Say my name. I'm going to knock on your door. I'm going to knock on your room door after I enter your house. I'm going to wake your bitch ass up in your bedroom. Say my name. Fuck, nigga. Say my name again, nigga. I'm not a fucking comedian. I'm not one of these play play ass niggas either. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. <laughs> I'd be scared. I wouldn't fuck with that guy. Hmm. Uh... He's no comedian, that guy. He's OG. You understand, Robin? You didn't grow up in a black community. I did. I know what he's talking no, about. I, I, the message was yeah. lost on me. Not me. <laughs> Believe me, I've gotten that message personally when I was growing up a hundred times. I know that message like it's embedded in me. <laughs> and then rapidly my lunch money would disappear and my pants. <laughs> and <laughs> Trust me. It's in your shoes. <laughs> I know exactly what trick daddy's talking about. <laughs> and I shut my mouth. Yeah, I don't want Trick Daddy being angry with me. I'd go home to my yeah. mother. I'd say, my mother would go, we're not afraid of black people. i go, well, you didn't go to my school. You're sitting <laughs> in this house. <laughs> Someone's going to kill me. But I think that uh, Trick Daddy will get his wish. His name won't be in... Uh... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Pat Williams... That, uh... Uh... Cat Williams will say his name. Well, there you go. Uh, listen, who knows, Robin? But uh, here you hear it, uh, this, re this startling report from Craig Gass about what's going Another on in comedy. Another war has broken out. I can't yeah. believe it. You thought Israel was having problems. Look what's <laughs> going on in comedy. Craig, be safe well, out there, okay, pal? I will try. Thank you. And uh, I'll see you on the road. I'm going to Portland next weekend, and then I'm at Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club in two weeks in Las Vegas. Oh, very Kimmel, nice. And Kimmel. by the way, I want to give you a particular shout-out how funny you were yesterday coaching uh, J.D. as Tom Arnold. I got a lot of email about that. That was funny as fuck. Can I tell you one quick personal story about Tom Arnold? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes your stories uh, end up, you know. You, you, Getting us this, in trouble. No. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe leave it at that. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll save it for when the Kiss comedy special comes out. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right, and I want to thank Cat Williams. Boy, that was entertaining. And, uh, and, and thank you and for Shannon inventing. Shannon Sharp. Shay Shay. Club Shannon Shay -Shay. Sharp. Thank you for Club Shay Shay. And Cat, uh, who, by the way, I should mention, invented the toaster and amoxicillin, which I thank him for. <laughs> you know, I have to thank him for that. Everybody yeah. loves a to piece of toast. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs>
Did you know that Cat Williams is the heavyweight champion of the WWE right now? The reigning. I head? did not know yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wow. heard that. The club Shay Shay. How did he I miss think... that in the intro? Yeah, you missed it. <laughs> you were, you were busy laughing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, gives a shit. Don't play it. Play it. Don't play it. I always thought it was a cool Got a song. Got a great but... drum line. Yeah. But, uh... Couldn't they have named that song anything else? I mean, uh, it's such a great music. Like, you could almost say anything there and it would work. Right. And and it, that's all they may basically say is smack my bitch up. Yeah. I got to write a song like that where it's just one line that I repeat over and over again. I still believe even at this advanced stage, I could have a hit song. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. You know. So now the band, uh, the Prodigy, its current leader, Maxim, took out Smack My Bitch Up and is repeating the phrase, change my pitch up, which uh, is change my pitch up, change my pitch up. Yeah, because they do say change my pitch up, smack my bitch up. Right. There you go, Robin. Your (laughs) dreams come true. (laughs) Uh, I don't know whether we're supposed to be playing that or not. Someone let me know. Someone check. With the uh, music police and let me know what you're supposed to do. Maybe you should check with Cat Williams. <laughs> I'm sure he'd say it's fine. <laughs> that was one hell of a segment. Um, <laughs> I did receive a lot of uh, fan mail from uh, yesterday's show. Uh, a lot of things about Chris Wilding versus Wolfie. Those guys are having a little fight. And people were saying uh, either they didn't like Chris or they didn't like Wolfie or whatever. You know, it's so silly. Well, it was funny to me that it was a fight because they both talked about how much they liked each other, but were still it angry wasn't, at each other. It wasn't a full-on fight, but it was like a lot of like, <laughs> yeah, hey, I really like you, but you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, a lot of mail about the fact that uh, Mehmet, who works for us, Mehmet, mm-hmm. Mehmet is convinced that Wolfie dyes his hair. Wolfie denies it. Well, you know, I kept wondering why it looked so interesting that he had this hair now. And I realized it made him look less weird. Mm. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> you should keep it. But then uh, then it was coming up. Mehmet is a funny guy. This is an email. Especially when, when it comes to his hair, his weight, or anything where he might be vulnerable. He's the king of projecting. He couldn't admit he dyes his hair, but instead enhances it with a shampoo. By the way, Baba Booey was telling me, Baba Booey is now gray. And yeah. Mehmet came up to Baba Booey and said, you know, you should try my shampoo. It's not a dye. <laughs> Gary said he got it home and he uh, went into the bathroom and he read the directions. The directions said, I'm a cowboy. don't get this on your fingers. Don't get this on your counters. It's a, it's a dye. Right, Gary? Right. It was basically just, you dyeing your hair. It says, wash everything off of your bathroom tile as it may stain. And it said, use an old or dark towel when you dry your hair. I was like, this, and Mary goes, yeah, it's a fucking dye. <laughs> so Mehmet is dyeing his hair, but accusing Wolfie of dyeing his hair. Is that what you're saying, Gary? Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, Mehmet denied dyeing his hair because all he's doing is shampooing. Well, that's a funny guy. He was telling me a horrible story. 
He, uh, wherever he lives, I don't know where Mehmet lives. Hey, Mehmet. Hey. I don't know oh, where you live. Oh, you must have washed uh, your hair last night because it's darker than it was yesterday. <laughs> no, I didn't wash my hair last night. No, the how shampoo often do you is use, different. Yeah, how often do you use the shampoo, the special shampoo to keep your hair dark? Uh, just when I notice that I'm starting to get kind of white, I don't identify as someone with gray hair. That's why I got this shampoo. And when you put it in, it brings back your normal hair color. It doesn't <laughs> dye it. When you go to, when is, you go to a store, a there's, dye. there's hair dye and Man, then there's a, shampoo and conditioner. No, Can dye is when you're trying to get a different color. Like Wolfie no, is going for jet black. I just want Gary, my old Explain hair. to Mamet what happened when you tried his here's shampoo. Here's what's going on. This is like when um, kids won't eat their vegetables, so you put broccoli in a brownie, right. right? This is they put hair dye in a shampoo so you don't feel like you're dyeing your hair. First right. of all, you know the name of the company of the shampoo, right? Can I say it? It's just for men. So that should be your first clue that it's probably right. a dye. And then all those directions, right? You know the thing about like you got to use a special dark towel and don't get it on the walls. So it's a dye in a shampoo. And then you right. can say you're shampooing, not dyeing. I feel better. I, I just, met you, you, you color your hair. What's the big deal? I don't dye my hair. I shampoo my hair. Uh, okay. <laughs> the fact that the dye is in the shampoo. All shampoo doesn't has influence dye. You. All shampoo That's has dye? That's not true. Of course. <laughs> of course. Go, go look at your shampoo. You'll look at the ingredients. It has then dye. Why is my hair gray? I, I shampoo my hair every day. Why is my hair gray? Because it doesn't have the, the chemicals to change it back to your normal color. All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Listen. The Mets got a funny story, though. <laughs> forget, forget the hair coloring thing. Yeah, let's. He's telling me the other day. This was yesterday. He's telling me there's some kid in his neighborhood, like a like a teenager. Oh. Yeah, this is the greatest. Every time a Mets outside, this kid drives by. I'm driving. Flip. He's out walking. Oh, he's out walking. Okay, or on the school every bus. Every time he sees Mamet, he flips him the bird, like the fuck really? you finger. So Mamet's telling me, I go, you're kidding me. You know, there are certain guys like adults who kids just want to goof on. Yeah. I guess Mamet has one of those faces, you know what I mean? Or yeah. something. But this kid feels totally like, you know, around most adults, you're usually a little nervous. This kid's so not nervous around Mamet. He always flips him the bird. Like it's like, fuck you. And, uh, Mamet said, I said, Mamet, well, oh, you know, so what? He goes, yeah, don't worry. I, I went and told his parents. Oh God! Well, I, I said, dude, I wrote a don't note do that. And I put it in their parents' mailbox. I said, don't do that. That's only going to encourage this kid. You what did so? you write in the note? I just said, hey, dude. you know, I, I I want you to know that your son has uh, been flipping me off when I'm driving through the neighborhood. <laughs> what a note to write! So, what did they do? Did they write you back? I I haven't heard from them. They all. should write you back and go fuck you. You know, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's a little shit. It's a big giant house. He's like a rich, spoiled kid. I'm sure. He, What's his beef with you? I have no idea. Literally, I'm just never driving. Said anything to him? Just driving behind a school bus one day, and the kid turns around and just starts giving me the bird. I think he was trying to impress his friends or something, and then yeah, got off the bus and was flipping me off. But I'm with my but, family, so I'm like, I have to what do, do you something. Care? Who cares? I wouldn't care. So if you're with I think it was funny. and your kids and someone's flipping you off. Yeah, it's like, look at this douche. He's flipping me off. What are you? You wrote a letter to his parents? Not a letter. It's a note. How did you find out where he lived? 
because he got off the school bus and walked to his house. <laughs> oh, so you followed him. I was going to my own house behind a school bus. I say it makes you look like a douche right in his parents. Yes. Like you can't like handle it. Well, yeah, that, I was like, should, should I get out of my car and confront the kid? Or then it's like, what if no. I get my ass kicked he's by a, a high kid. schooler? Yeah, he's going to kick your ass. He looked like he probably could. <laughs> yeah, he's probably he like a cool kid. Football. Yeah, And he's like, hey, he look at that douchebag. Yeah. yeah, and he's just like, hey, we'll flip you the bird, see what you do. Yeah, but you can't just let it go, right? Douche. Sure you can. When, no, what, is he, no, what do you no, care? No, no. No, I was a little really? shit like that in high school. I, it, someone should have told my parents what I was up to. I would be in better shape. I don't know. Writing a letter is a real bitch move. Oh, stop you know it. I mean? it's like, I'm telling you, You're man, not going I'm, up I'm, to confront anyone. No. Well, I'm not over them flipping me the bird. So you flip and me the bird. And he's not going to write a letter. Eh, he'd have someone write a letter for him. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Dude, you better start. Do. I heard you're working out. Yeah, well, you know, I did get heavy when the the baby came, so I have uh, I have I have a whole team now helping me out. Man, I heard you got a. He's got a nutritionist. Meanwhile, he gets a nutritionist. I hear he's eating Chipotle every day. Well, Chipotle is he, healthy. Well, what do you order from Chipotle? I get uh, quesadillas, which is just chicken and cheese and rice. And uh, no, 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 that doesn't sound very healthy to me. Case Wrapped in bread. Yeah. Listen, yeah. tell my nutritionist and dietitian because I'm working closely with them. Can I tell you why this kid's flipping you off and don't take it the wrong way? Yeah, okay. You know when you wear like cowboy boots and that cowboy hat? Mm-hmm. Kids think you're a douche when you dress like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's he weird. goes around just... outside like that? Yeah. I'm telling you, man, you're like a walking poster for some kid to flip the bird. You know, you gotta, Douche. you gotta just, just dress normal. Okay. I'm All a right. I, I, I get complimented on the hat everywhere I go, but yeah, you know what? Don't wear well, anything that even talking about the hat. Exactly. Don't I'm wear anything cowboy. that's going to get you compliments or people are talking about. Okay. Try to blend in in your neighborhood. You're walking around like sombrero and a cowboy boots. No, no the, the boots are cool. Off. <laughs> Like, if I was a kid, I'd be like, hey, fuck that guy. He's like Indiana Jerkoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd flip you the bird. Mm. Anyway, he's on a nutrition kick. He's trying to look better. Good for you, man. I applaud that. Thank and you. He's got his hair coloring. I'm shampoo. trying not be like everyone. Like, I, I consider it like a Stern Show curse. If you work here, eventually you start looking like shit after 10 or 15 <laughs> start looking, years. Start looking like me. And I'm just not. I feel like I'm at a fork in the road in my life. Wow. I can go yeah. their direction or my own. And I really am trying to go down my own path. But why would you hire a nutritionist and then go to the movies and eat mozzarella sticks and popcorn okay, and chicken so tenders and curly myself, fries and pizza? I give myself one night a week where I don't uh, track my calories and eat whatever I want. That's right. how I stay on track. Let's go to uh, let's go to Jen. Jen in Connecticut wants to talk about Mehmet's situation with this kid who's bullying him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Poor Mehmet. He's being He's like a, by a What a crybaby fucking Karen this he is. Are you kidding me? You wrote a letter to this kid's parents. A note, not a letter. Feelings. A note. What? And what exactly did you oh, write in the note? What the fuck's the difference between a note 
with a letter. Shut uh, up. A letter you is more formal. Cry, baby. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's formal. You see, my man, I'm afraid. Uh, parents' uh, mailbox. You follow the kid home to tell on him. But I, I wasn't. By, by the way, Mamad, I, I believe this is the kid's mom. I'm telling you, this is what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, I did sign my name, so I wasn't like anonymously oh. doing it. I wasn't a total bitch. Dear sirs or madams, please tell your 14 year old son to stop bullying me. My name is Mamad, by the way. Yeah, thank you. No, no, no. You, you are a total bitch. This is such a bitch move. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even believe an adult would do this because your feelings were hurt. Do you have children? I have two of them. Yes, and I would never. I would never follow a kid home on a school bus to tell him because he hurt my feelings by giving me the finger. He didn't Come hurt on. my feelings. It was inappropriate. I was with my family. Oh my God! How many inappropriate things do you do in the course of a day, Mamet? Let's be honest. I'm very professional and polite. Listen, I'm just saying you can't. He walks people- around in a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. That's what's that's what's drawing attention to him. You know, kids that's right away. We know. All right, thank you, Jen. Wow, ooh, she gave it to you. I guess I'm telling you, dude. I, why don't you check with me before you write letters to the other parents? In well, the we were on break. I did ask around to see what everyone else would yeah. do, and I, I think they would do the same thing in my shoes. Is that what they said? Well, I can't wait. Well, no, everyone, of course. Social, yeah, go ahead, Robin. For some social event in his community. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he's introduced to these this family oh, I'll, or I'll, these people. And they're going to go, oh, this is the guy that left the note in our mailbox. Proud you know what it. I would do if I was Mehmet? I'd move. <laughs> <laughs> at this point <laughs> that's right it's not your neighborhood <laughs> yeah howard what is it gary he he kind of asked us on our our internal website asked us what we thought and i think pretty much almost everyone was kind of like let it be so who <laughs> from our staff told you this was a good idea well i i i don't remember but <laughs> no one <laughs> yeah, because everyone's no, a bitch i confront no, but you, the problem but then why did you ask us you asked us, and then we told you what we thought, then you ignored us. I thought people were going to encourage me to do the right thing, which I did. <laughs> no, dude, when, when it's like a high school kid, you don't want to be writing letters to his parents because he flipped you the bird. It's like you were telling the principal. I mean, it's just not cool. You how know about what I mean? a how, how is he going to learn? No, but how about a teaching moment for your <laughs> family? He's being parented by other people. Right. Well, what's the te- What do you mean? What's the teaching moment Teaching moment me? is this kid's such a douche. Who cares? Yeah. That's the, you know. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's go to Steve. Steve is a hairdresser. Yes, Steve, in Pennsylvania. Letters to the other parents. Well, we were on break. I yeah. did ask He's listening to the show. Oh, what an idiot. I think what a more. <laughs> All right, let's go to Helen. Helen, you're on the air in uh, Indiana. Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call, Howard. Hey, Robin. Mamet is the biggest pussy I've ever met. He thinks he's the best looking. <laughs> Who wears a fucking cowboy hat? It's ridiculous. Mamet. I would tell my, if that was my kid, I'd be like, kick this fucking douche's ass. It's ridiculous. That might be what they're telling him. I'm not sure. It might be. That's what I'm saying. It, I'm you never know. Yeah. I do. Yeah. My ass puckers a little bit every time I walk by that house in case the, the parents <laughs> or the kids are outside. By the way, on the phone is the kid who has been insulting Mamet. Oh, hello, hello kid. And look, it's the fat guy who dyes his hair. <laughs> I shampoo it. My family read your note at the dinner table, and 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 my daddy read it, and we all laughed. 
kids mean? I told you. Anyway, uh, sorry. I wish I wish I could have gotten a hold of you before you wrote that note. I would have. I, I still would have done it because I disagree <laughs> with you. All right. Okay. But Why do you ask other people so you can ignore them? I wanted. I, I think honestly, I wanted affirmation. I thought everyone was going to say, "Yeah, fucking tell his parents." Oh. All right. All right. Oh, hey, I should mention as long as I got Mehmet here, he did a little uh, thing that's uh, quite fun. Oh yeah. He went to uh Christmas with the Littles. Describe Mehmet what Littles are. Uh Littles are adults who wear diapers and toddler <laughs> clothing because they're trying to like recapture the innocence of childhood, I guess. Some people it's it's a sexual thing. Some people it's it's not a sexual thing. They're just uh I guess they're they must have had traumatic childhoods and they're trying to, you know, fix it somehow in their head. But is it mostly dudes? Uh, it's dudes and women, actually. The one I went to was a 50 50 mix. It was like this little event that was hosted in just a normal looking house where these grown ups were dressed in diapers and they were doing like Jesus. Christmas crafts for three-year-olds and getting a visit from Santa Claus. Why they do what this? What are the like, women wearing up top? Are they wearing a t-shirt or a bra or what? They're, they're wearing like, you know, a Disney t-shirt and a diaper. Okay. Wow. Are they hot? Uh, you know, uh, no. Yeah, they can't be that hot. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, they, they were very nice people. All right, so while we were on vacation, Mehmet spent Christmas with the Littles, grown-ups who role-play as babies and toddlers. Yep. Uh, they claim they want to recapture their innocence of early childhood. Right. Uh, some carry blankies and bottles, some sleep in adult-sized cribs, some wear diapers to pee and poop in. Yep, as I, as I saw that night. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There can be sexual components to the Littles, but this event was Christmas theme, so they kept it pure all night. There was no sex. Right. They all had to do a Christmas craft checklist before they could get a picture with uh, Santa Claus when he came. To <laughs> 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 all right, I'll play you some tape from this event. Uh, the head of the party was a woman in her late 30s dressed as a toddler named Miss Lady. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, she explained what was going on to Mehmet. She, here, here's the setup. Now, to someone driving their car listening to this who's never heard of Littles before, can you explain it? So it is a smaller area of the BDSM lifestyle. Um, so instead of like dominant submissive, you have daddy, baby girl, mommy, baby boy, or just caretakers and Littles. It doesn't have anything to do with actual children, just um, the mind state that adults are able to go into just to have have a good little time so tonight it's about all of us who like to make crafts and like to play with toys and this is like our free time how we get out of everyday life and just have a chance to have a good time you know why she's the spokesperson she has a way of making this almost sound normal if you it's don't really almost normalized yeah yeah like she's like kind of you know very matter of fact yeah you know we all get together in diapers and when we we dress and we play with toys and uh, bdsm BDSM, it's a component. Yeah, it's 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 a mental illness, but with costumes, so it's all good. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, okay. 
By the way, the, do the, does the neighborhood know that this is going on in the house? That was the, the thing. Doing? I asked her. I said, you know, do people know? Because it was just a nice looking regular neighborhood. I said, do, do, do your neighbors know that there are like adult men and women just walking around pooping and peeing in their diapers in this house? And she said, they have absolutely no idea. <laughs> yeah, you never I mean, know what's all... happening in your neighborhood. No, we all suck our thumbs. We shit our pants. But it's not a big deal. Uh, you right. know, it's all part of BDSM. Whatever the fuck that is. Well, this was a sex-free event. Yeah, but what happens when they shit their pants? Who changes them? Well, well we're getting to that. We're getting to that. Oh, okay. I got cl- I got exclusive video. I mean, audio. <laughs> I couldn't handle a video. Um, all right. So just like babies and toddlers, littles need caretakers to look after them. Mamet interviewed Miss Lady's caretaker. So is this a dude or a woman who takes care of Miss Lady? Uh, this is a woman. Hmm. All right. Here's the caretaker. So Miss Lady's a baby. Yes. I, I would she's say like, like a three-year-old is her, but she was inhabiting that night. I see. And this is the woman who takes care of her. Yes. Because she's not really a three-year-old, but she pretends to be one. Okay. I am a caretaker. I am the caretaker of Miss Lady. There are days where we just color, days we watch Disney, <laughs> cuddle. Uh-oh. And then the other days we go out and do events, like go to Crayola Factory, get into her little mode where she don't have to be responsible anymore. Because that's mainly what the little things is, where they just regress to an age wow. where they don't no longer have any responsibilities or make any decisions for themselves. How annoying. Imagine watching an adult who's pretending to be a baby. But where did she say they go so that little Miss, Miss Little or whatever her name is, uh, can have no responsibility they go to they, a crayola factory where they a make crayola crayons. factory yes. okay uh no to parents avoid the crayola factory <laughs> i wish i only had this sort of time for nonsense imagine you're so fucked up you got to pretend to be a baby run around in diapers and stuff i mean that's really a fucking drag i mean that you need that in your life what is that psychologically well, I mean, devil's advocate, it's like, I mean, you, Wolfie enjoys comic books. Like, that's a way to recapture. Well, he's, he's, but he doesn't he's have to wear him. a diaper when he does it. Actually, he does, if uh, we're oh, going to get yeah, into it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, Wolfie's always in diapers. No, of course, you're absolutely right. There, listen, there are some things that are, you know, sort of fun and frivolous, but this isn't, right. this is nuts. He colors his hair to recapture his childhood. <laughs> so we you know what's crazy, thing. too? It is so hard to find actual real caretakers for actual real children. This woman's a caretaker yeah. for a woman who's completely capable of taking care of herself and taking her to the Crayola factory. All right, let's move on with the clips. The Littles at this party had to finish a Christmas craft checklist before they were allowed to meet Santa Claus. One of them made a penguin ornament. Yeah, I have to say this was by far the, the sexiest, hottest Little at the event who you're about to hear. Oh, this is a chick in a diaper who's hot? Uh-huh. Very and she's talking like baby talk because mm-hmm. she just made a penguin. Mm-hmm. Shit. Can you imagine having sex with her? She must be out of her mind. It would, yeah, it'd be something. She looks very excited. Can you explain what's happening right now? Right now, the young lady is working on a penguin. So, and the caretaker is helping her, just like you would see, say, if you are at church and they're having like a little Christmas craft fair, or if you go into like a kid's school and they're having Christmas crafts and you see teachers or the parents helping out their children, it's something similar to that, okay? So, uh, young lady, can you tell me uh, what you're working on? 
Hi, I'm making a, a penguin for Santa. And how are you doing that? I got some glue and some construction papers and some scissors and a little glitter. Holy cow. She was that hot, huh? Who does she look like that's famous? Uh, you know, kind of like a, like Taylor Swift, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. A hot baby Taylor Swift. Yeah. You think anyone gets sexual with her or is she always in baby mode? You know, she left kind of early, so I didn't get to see uh-huh. too much more of her. Figures. But there are sex-themed Littles events, and those we have to go check out, too, because this one was just a little too innocent, I think. I'm sure it gets very interesting at the Were you getting freaked out when she started talking in that baby talk or were you sort of like turned on because she was hot? I mean, uh, listen, I've I've seen a lot in this line of work, so I, I, I'm pretty good at keeping a straight face, but it was it was strange. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you could date someone who's into that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, you're not dating an actual child, right? Right. I don't know, man. Might be too weird. Is there any chance well, that she was like, actually... Is ahead. there any chance she was actually Taylor Swift? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you don't know. There's a woman who oh. wants to abdicate responsibility for a while. Yeah. One of the littles, Robin, got scolded by her caretaker during crafting. Yeah, there was Ooh. some tantruming and scolding, yes. Uh, evidently, she was upset because another one of the littles drew over her drawing of the Grinch, and a little tizzy occurred. He's gonna color on top of my Grinch. What happens when you're a brat? But he's a brat. He's not a brat. He said he is. But you brought up the brat in him because you'd write it first. So if you were a good girl, like you're supposed to be a good girl, like I asked you to earlier. But he started it. He did not start. You started. No, he was. He started it because he was messing with my mail. With me now because you're going back and forth with me. Hey, listen, asshole. This is Shut the, the fuck. worst. <laughs> Let me remind you, you actually drove here. You're not a child. <laughs> this is the worst parenting I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did she say? You bratted him first. And so it's all your fault. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think the parenting really matters. <laughs> They're already a mess. <laughs> this would have been a great job for my dad when he retired. Taking That's care true. of some of these littles. Yeah. You're a fucking moron. You're an idiot. You look like a mongoloid. <laughs> wow, I would be so freaked out seeing this. One of the boy, one of the boy littles, carried around a blankie, a bottle, and wore a diaper around the party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mamet got an exclusive interview with him while he peed himself. Yeah. Oh my. So you're talking to this guy. You got the microphone on him, and then. You realize he's peeing. Yeah, he's right? like, I have to go. I said, well, don't let me stop you. And we just went on with the interview. Okay. Okay, I'm going. Feels good. Feels warm. The diaper's starting to expand, which is one of the reasons I like it so much. The front was saggy, but now the urine's going towards the back, which is also making it more saggy and expanding, which I like. So the diaper feels Weird even enough. bigger. So now it feels like I'm wearing two diapers as opposed to one, which is always a plus. I remember when uh, Phil Donahue, and even Oprah in the beginning, when she had a talk show, they'd have people like this on. It was always good. It, it says here in my notes that this guy also 
mushes up bananas in his diaper so he can walk around with the feeling of a poopy diaper. Yeah, he without, doesn't I, want I, diaper rash, he told me. So, But he does want to feel like he's walking around with shit in his pants. So he <laughs> sticks banana in there because it doesn't damage his skin. And he can How come he's talking like an adult? Why isn't he talking in his baby boy? So here's the interesting, to me, interesting thing. A lot of them, I think... We're fine walking around in diapers with bottles and blankies and coloring, but they seem to be a little too self-conscious and embarrassed to get into full little character around me when they actually uh, talked. I hate that. I think, like, deep down, even they realize, like, yes, yeah, pretty fucking weird. If I was a, 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 a little baby man, I would go all out. I'd be, I'd shit my <laughs> diaper, I'd piss my diaper, I'd yeah. fucking, I'd, I'd talk and I'd be like... Oh, hi, everybody. It's me, Howard. Yeah. I just shit my pants, you fucks. <laughs> Whatever they say. <laughs> I, I would not, I would, you know. I'm a fucking baby. Goo goo gaga. All right. I go, I go full baby. I'm a full on baby. Yeah. And no fucking around. Matt, you ask me a question, I'm going to answer you like a baby. Right. Uh, I, I still suck tits. That's how much of a baby I am. And, and by the way, pull down my diaper. I got a little baby dick. <laughs> <laughs> you should see it. I, I, no joke. It's upsetting. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you might really think I'm a big baby with my dick. Yeah. Was there any nursing going on? Oh, yeah. I nursed. I'll nurse you <laughs> right now. Whip out one of those milk bags. <laughs> uh. Uh-oh, wait a second. I'm pee-peeing right now in my diaper. Come over here, Robin, and let me pee on you. <laughs> no, that's not what a toddler does. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, I used if to you're pee. a full baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. You my penis just indiscriminately pees in your face. He also had a... Like a Rick Rubin style beard. So it was a really interesting <laughs> oh, vision. Ruins the impression. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Mamet, what do girls have between their legs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I'm a three-year-old baby, but my shit is the size of a six-foot-five giant. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Mamet says one of the boy littles seem to make it blatantly sexual on this particular night. Yeah, this is the, the same guy, actually. And like I said, I think the the girl littles seem to just be people who are dealing with issues from their childhood through this little stuff. And yeah. the guys seem to just enjoy the sex part of it. Yeah, it's always like that. Yeah, yeah the guys are there for sex. Yeah, one minute it's like, Excuse me, Daddy, can you read me a bedtime story? So I can, so I can come on your face. Yeah. <laughs> like the girls were working hard on their penguin crafts, and this guy yeah. was talking about looking for someone to help him come in his diaper. Yeah, I'm gonna come in my diaper. What I do, I'm a little baby, but I take a shit like Lurch. Uh, well, here he is, of course, ruining the moment, like a dude does, and. Talk about coming in his diaper. And the goal is to get the diaper as big as possible? For me, yes. Once it gets to a certain point, it gets all mushy and fun, and then that's when, like, that's when it can get sexual, too. The best part, too, is actually coming in the diaper because you don't have to worry about... Coming in the dirty diaper. Yes. Yeah. Dude. And isn't it sticky, hard to get off in the morning? No. 
No, it absorbs. Wow. I know. Yeah, it's like it's a fantastic. hack. It's, it's like a hack. It's fantastic. He, he, he discovered something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ignore the fact that my face has more hair than my daddy's bald. Mm. <laughs> and let me come in my diaper and watch some Elmo videos. And you guys can lick my baby taint. <laughs> and who's he going to get sexual with when he... I mean, uh, <laughs> is it all like masturbation? Or I don't know. Well, that's a great question because he's peeing in the diaper. He's coming in the diaper. It doesn't seem yeah. like anyone's touching him. <laughs> he wanted someone to rub him outside of his diaper until he came. <laughs> should have helped him I out. See. Yeah, I should have. Uh, Robin, uh, my car, my, my diaper looks like a car accident. <laughs> and i know what you're thinking like this guy probably had a really fucked up childhood like god knows what his parents did to him but he says and i i interviewed him about this i think I, there's a clip he says yeah. he had a wonderful childhood i actually had a great childhood no you didn't there's no way this is the result of a great childhood <laughs> there's no way you know i'm fucked up and I'm not even this fucked up. And one of my fears is actually my mom and dad finding out and being like, did we fuck up? Did we mess up? Did we not give you a good childhood? Like, why are you doing this? And I used, I used to think it was a curse, you know? But as I grow up, I'm like, I'm... I wonder if this is something Sal would be into, you know? We have a lot of freaks on this show. Uh. These, these, these dudes don't get it. They're supposed to be babies. Yeah, I'm over here. I'm tracing my hand to make a turkey. Now I want to fist you with my turkey hand. Like, you can't... You... Yeah, he sounds like a child yeah. prodigy if he's three and he's talking like this. Yeah, they're they're children, but they talk like adults and they won't want to fucking come in their diapers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not really accurate. I don't know what's going on there. Ugh. Uh, finally, the Littles finished all of their crafts and Santa arrived. And they ex they acted like excited toddlers. <laughs> Sal, you'd go to this. No, Howard, this totally creeps <laughs> really? me out. Yeah. It does? Oh, okay, yeah. good. Finally, something. No. <laughs> so I mean, if, a, if a woman who looked like Taylor Swift was kind of wanted to talk like a baby. Nah, any, once you go to, you know, once you start talking like a baby, you know, my boner is wow. done. Yeah. It's good packing you, its Sal. luggage and taking off. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Said the man who almost came on Tam Mom's foot when she just rubbed into him. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get back. Santa arrives at the party. Santa's Kids are excited. Uh, Santa has just entered the room. Ho, ho, ho. Yay. Hello, everyone. Hi, Santa. Hi. Uh -huh. yeah. Santa is giving hugs to the littles. Yay. I'll be back, kids. <laughs> yeah, so again, the, the Littles had spent the night making little Christmas crafts, and mm. their reward was that Santa was going to arrive, and they could sit in his lap, and they got a present, which was usually like a coloring book or a matchbox car or something <laughs> like that. Who wants to blow Santa? Come on. <laughs> get what over the? here, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, Hey, Taylor Swift, get over here and blow Santa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, here's a little sitting on Santa's lap. Hey, vey. Okay, he's going to be coming through the door. Just wait. Yay! Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Hi, Santa! Ho, ho, 
So, who am My, what big tits you have. Who am I talking to this evening? What's your name, little girl? I'm Tori. Of course it's Tori. I knew that, silly. I'm Santa. Have you been a good girl this year? Or a bad, bad little girl? Ho, ho, ho. Both? Mm-mm. Somebody needs a spy. By is, the way. Is Santa a little lit? I mean... <laughs> I think, he, yeah, he might have been. He kept uh, disappearing outside in a haze of smoke. I'll be right back, Santa needs a quick pop. No need to sit on Santa's lap. Sit on Santa's face. Let's be adult about this. Let's get right to it. Um. So, so here's where it started to finally kind of turn sexual because some littles wanted to receive spankings for being naughty during the year. <laughs> the dudes and, or the chicks? Uh, both. Wow. Um, but it, I have to say, you know, Me Too was wonderful for many reasons, but it, to me, it has totally ruined the kink community because before <laughs> Santa gave out spankings, he had to basically read like a 10 minute legal disclaimer <laughs> to make sure like, hear that. they were fine with it. Here's Santa checking with the HR department. Yeah. Uh, are you okay with marks with redness? Are there any injuries or illnesses that I should know about going into this? No. What about any triggers? Uh, any triggers associated with spanking? No triggers. Uh, no. Are you comfortable with my body being close to yours? Yep. Is there anything else I should know about going into this? Yeah. And you have enough candy for aftercare? That's the same question I got when I got my COVID booster. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, but these littles wanted nothing more than Santa to just lay into their ass, and they had to sit there bent right. over for a long time while Santa made sure he had permission <laughs> to do anything. Santa, why do you have so many prison tattoos? He was I very tatted, yes. Um, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. All the littles sat on Santa's lap and told him what they wanted for Christmas. Hmm. Okay, he's going to be coming through the door. Just wait. Oh, wait. Didn't I play that already? Yeah, I guess I did. All right. I think, oh, here's one I didn't play. Santa finally got full consent and he delivered spankings while the yep. little counted off. Okay, here we go. Finally. There we go. Ho, ho, ho. Look at me in the mirror. Ho, ho, ho. Five. Huh? Ho, ho, ho. Oh, my God, my hand. Hey. Is that a girl? Nine. That is a girl. Ho, Has she got a diaper off? Is she like, uh, she's got no bottoms on? She, she did pull her diaper down, yes. Thank you. Yes, a lot of naughty spankings. All paid for 2023. I can't wait till next year. Keep being a bad girl. Was she hot? <laughs> okay. I don't know who's listening. All right. Okay, cool. I, I really yeah. appreciated these people having me into their home. Right, right, right. I, I, I catch on. I hear you. That's very Phil Donahue of you. We respect everyone here. Well, we want people to continue to invite us to these things. Yeah. No, you're right. She was beautiful. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture that ass. Like, you know, what, what's he dealing with? Okay. <laughs> Where did they find this Santa, too? You know, he told me he's a dom therapist where he... he oh. Yeah, he, he specializes in therapy where he dominates people. I didn't under... It sounded like weird shit. Let's see, what's this last clip? This is Santa just, you know, left. things are kind of wrapping up and... Oh, uh, okay. Well, let's get... 
Listen, it sounds like a magical Christmas night, so let's hear the wrap-up. Tonight's party is nearing a close. The toys and cookies have been put away. Santa has left. People are sitting around saying goodbye in full diapers with empty bottles. It truly feels like Christmas has arrived. Jesus. Good job. What did they have in their bottles? (laughs) Uh, It looked like water. It probably was something. I think that, like, the point is they're really trying to get hydrated so they pee. I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Boy, you really uh, have a way with these littles. You're very good. You get right into their head. Yeah, I have a very open mind. I don't judge anybody. So they open up to me. You judge that little kid that gave you the finger. Well, that's not on the job. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks, Mamet. Good job, and thank you. Good luck with that. Good luck with that neighbor kid who's flipping you the bird. <laughs> He's taken care letter. of, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you all. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that letter. That will letter solve really yeah. fixed those it. parents. Those parents will really read them the right. Yeah, we'll act, see if it keeps sure. happening. Bye. All right. All right. He's getting bullied by his high school neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. <sighs> He thinks a little note in the mailbox will do the trick. Yep. Problem solved. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget, by the way, uh, Howard Stern presents The Cult. Very excited for you to hear some of these music specials we have going on. Also, you can see them on the app, of course. Uh, The Cult came to our Sirius XM studios in beautiful Los Angeles to perform a private session for us. They did four songs. They talked about their 40-year career. Uh, Here are special with the cult this Friday on Howard 101 at 7 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. And see the videos on Sirius XM app. I loved it. Uh, Next Wednesday, Green Day will be performing here in our studios. And uh, looking forward to that. Love those guys, as everyone does. Also, let me tell you about... By the way, uh, I didn't finish the... I was in the middle of uh, all the mail that people send us in after each show. Um, yesterday we talked to Wolfie and Wolfie did a whole big thing about a dominatrix dinner party. That was a very good segment that Wolfie, uh, did Howard. I love hearing you, um, try to explain BDSM to Robin. Um, yeah, that's gotta be entertaining. Uh, Wolfie does it again through the dinner party. He met another potential whack packer, the dude that was into the cock and ball torture. His delivery was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty good. If you want a bonus clip, I got a clip here that uh, this is a, a sub. Bonus. <laughs> uh, this is a bonus clip. The sub got punished for being a bad little boy. For some reason, we left this out here. Here it is. This is at the Dominatrix dinner party. A male sub being punished for being a bad little boy. Mistress Lynn, what's about to happen? I'm going to pull this boy's panties down, and he's going to go over my lap, and I'm going to spank him until he's nice and red and whimpering. Now, you know you're... Interesting sentence. I'm going to pull this little boy's panties down. Little bad little bitch, aren't don't you? Yes, ma'am. What do you need? It's spanking, mistress. Because why? Ugh. I'm bad. You're a bad little bitch? Yes. I want to hear you say it. I'm a dirty boy. I'm a dirty boy, mistress. I need to be spanked. Say it again. I'm a nasty boy. I need to be spanked. Say it again. I'm a nasty boy and I need to be spanked. I'm a nasty I slut. Hear, 
That's right. I want to hear the pain in your voice. Say it. Oh, I'm a nasty slut, mistress, and I need to be spanked. Yes. <laughs> oh. One more time. I'm a nasty <laughs> slut, and I need to be spanked. Wolfie told you know, me this guy had it. guys are such bad actors, Howard. <laughs> I'm a dirty boy, and I need to be well, spanked. I'm a listen, dirty not everyone boy, is you. I need to be spanked. Good you know, Lord. I meant to mention, Punch you know, him Robin. In the face, mister. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he is annoying, isn't he? <laughs> According to Wolfie, this guy had a huge engorged penis. I don't know if that helps you, Robin. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Robin points out he's not a good actor, but listen, not everyone starred on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air like Robin did. So, <laughs> by the way, I should have That's mentioned bad. yesterday I was talking about how great Paul Giamatti was in Private Parts, but I I don't give enough um, reference to how good you were in it. I thought Robin was excellent wow, in uh, Private well, Parts. Thank yeah, you. I, I saw some scenes recently from that movie, and I was like, you know, she did a really good job, really good. Wow. Yeah, thank you were you. believable. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I did. I tried to do better than I'm a dirty boy and I need to be spanked. Yeah, no. You gave <laughs> it. You gave it a little energy. <laughs> and you were very good. And you know who else was very good? And I don't mention enough. Mary McCormick playing my wife. My, oh, Mary was amazing. She was amazing. Yeah, she was so good. I was talking uh, last night with our agent, and we were talking about Mary McCormick and you in private parts. Huh. We feel you two had breakout performances. <laughs> yeah, I broke out all right. I had a rash. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so Wolfie getting a lot of accolades for his reporting on this uh, dominant thing. He said, uh, Wolfie, what how, was it? I was going to say, I love how both Mamet and Wolfie act so normal. You know, when well, they're that's... talking to these people, <laughs> they boy. do get the dirt because they, they do. don't look shocked or disgusted. And th that Wolfie, guy, Howard, the guy we just the guy we just heard getting spanked. What, what you saw him later in the evening and tell Robin and everyone else what what happened. Yeah, they they had him strapped to some device and they were just like paddling his erect penis over and over again and like i guess he was enjoying it but he was sweating profusely like so much <laughs> like i could smell i could smell his like man ass like he was just sweating that much but <laughs> he seemed to be enjoying it and what do they do like the guy's hard as a rock and they're just smacking his penis yeah i would think it would like like break open like a sausage casing like cause they're they're hitting the the boner that hard but yeah they they mm. just endure it somehow wow interesting uh guy yeah did anybody blow a load when they're getting spanked and uh and, you know whipped is them that a kind? bad thing will they get yeah. hit harder for that <laughs> yeah they they said like so that guy, when he was getting spanked the one time, he was over this woman's lap. And, yeah, I guess there is some leakage sometimes. Like, they get <laughs> so, so turned on on by it. Yeah, Guys uh, ruin everything, you know? We're trying to have a spanking <laughs> session, and right away, a guy has leakage. Yeah. Uh, very good, Wolfie. Good job. People enjoyed that. Um, also, I discussed my love of the TV show SWAT. My fans Did do you agree hear from that SWAT. <laughs> no, but my fans agree that Robin should start watching uh, SWAT. 
Howard said Robin would fall for Hondo on SWAT. And she said, I'm not falling for anybody. If I fall, I'll break a hip. <laughs> I must give Robin her props for spontaneous hilarity. Look at you, Robin. Uh, not only Aww. being discussed in your starring role in private parts, but also uh, your hilarity. The accolades the just keep coming in. By the way, I did discuss with J.D. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff about who was hot at the Golden Globes. J.D. is an expert on women. And uh, also, I discussed with him on SWAT that there's a hot chick on SWAT. And I went on Mr. Skin and I <laughs> I looked her up immediately to see if she had ever done nudity. And in fact, she had. She had quite a bit of nudity. And it was fabulous. Anyway, J.D.'s been giving us regular updates on who he found hot at this year's Golden Globes Award. He's never really been very good at articulating his ranking methods. Meanwhile, Mr. Skin has a whole rating system. J.D. got on Zoom with the famous Mr. Skin and asked him how he determines the difference between a three-star rating and a four-star rating, which was your question, Robin. Yeah. You said, why are Mr. Skin? And Mr. Skin has an answer. Why are some women on Mr. Skin... They have just as much nudity as someone else, but they're only three stars, and some women are four stars. And yeah, here's, I wondered about that. Here's JD and Mr. Skin in a very deep conversation about I'm that. sorry. I was rushed from a funeral to be here with you. Sorry about that. Dude, sorry. Well, first of all, sorry for your, your loss. No, it was, my, it was my aunt. This is a creep-to-creep -creep conversation that you're getting to hear, so here we go. So I was curious, what, uh, in regards to SWAT actress Lena Esco, you know, she has three stars, great nudity, you know, uh, as opposed to a Sydney Sweeney, who is a four stars Hall of Famer. What is the differences? What goes into someone being uh, a three star great nudity and a four star Hall of Famer? Uh, yeah, and, and JD, they're both great. Uh, Lena Esco, great nudity. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, great nudity. But what makes Sydney Sweeney a Hall of Famer is her star power. In fact, at MrSkin.com, she's our number one most searched actress in 2023. So when someone that famous does something that great, uh, all the nude scenes she's done in Euphoria, movie Voyager, oh, yeah. when you do something like that, you are in the Mr. Skin Hall of Fame. Though Howard's become a fan of Linesco, she's not quite had that uh, star power. And that's why one is a Hall of Famer and one is a, a three-star actress. Right, I get it. I get it. Uh, okay, so it's not the nudity itself. It's who they are being nude because lena asko is super naked in that uh in her clips and mm -hmm. but i understand she's not as big a star as that sweeney sydney gal. sweeney sydney sweeney <laughs> yeah jd uh jd had more conversation with mr skin maybe you want to hear mr skin told jd it's possible to rise in the rankings so you know oh. lena esco might actually go up there's something to aspire to Right. I'm sorry. Well, well, has has anyone ever gone from like say a one star to like a four star like within a day or, or however whatever a quick jump? Oh yeah, I mean Alexandra Daddario would be because like she had never been nude and then all of a sudden does True Detective, a top ten nude scene in the history of the world. <laughs> that was a big jump to go from uh, the minor leagues to the Hall of Fame in one day. And when Alexandra Daddario did that nude scene, I turned to my wife in January and go, that's going to be not only the number one nude scene of the year, that's one of the greatest nude scenes I've ever seen. And I stick to that to this day. So. Did you have a hard time to his wife on the rest of the episode? I, just... yeah, I did. You know how many times I rewound <laughs> that scene? I mean, it's amazing. 
He tur- Mr. Skin turns to his wife and says, wow, this is going to be a top 10. Is her name Alexandria Daddario or Alessandra? That's the way he's saying it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's saying it right. <laughs> Somebody who's so, you know, on the top 10. By the way, I'm listening to these two maniacs talking, and right away I go on Mr. Skin to look up Alessandro Daddario. <laughs> <laughs> I was on there last night, you know, with one eye on the door, so Beth wouldn't walk in when I was watching. <laughs> You're not going to uh, have that conversation <clears throat> with her about this girl going to the top ten? It's Alexandra. Alexandra. Yeah, I didn't. JD, did you go and look at Alexandra Daddario after he said that? Because I, I didn't think it was that great a nude scene. He didn't have to tell me. I've I've known about that. <laughs> I know, I've known about that for since it came out. Oh really? Oh yeah. True detective scene. Oh yeah. She looks great in it. Yeah, she's a good looking girl. Who is she? I don't even know yet. And by the way, <laughs> what about what about Swarcy Ronan? How come she she is she not a big star? Well, I mean? that I, I that I don't know much about. I I haven't seen a lot of her movies. I, she was like in Lady Bird or something. I I didn't see that. So. <laughs> she's done a lot more than that. Well, I know that. But that's all I can think of right now. <laughs> like Little uh, Women. She was like in Little Women. I think. How <laughs> she was I, in? Um, um, sorry. <laughs> She was in White Lotus season one, if you remember. Uh, she was she was the one with the big boobs walking around. That's the Dario. Oh, right. Well, I was I watched the movie with Swarcy Ronan, and boy, is she naked. It's yeah, the movie's that's... called Foe. Movie's a piece of shit, but boy, she's got some rack. Yeah, I got I got to check that out. Yeah. Mister Skin's probably already on it. He uh, he gave it three stars. Yeah. Great nudity. That's how it I is. Read. Great nudity. <laughs> She's got no problem showing those titties. <laughs> so great. You know, I, I kind of enjoy seeing a movie with nudity in it now. You know, it's like it, for a yeah, while you couldn't mess. find anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> we all know. I think about it sometimes. I'm like, uh, they want to undress everybody. They've never seen a woman they don't want to see naked. Oh, well, there, there's a movie. Doesn't out. matter what she's doing. By the way, when I did look at Alexandria Daddario, what a rack on her boy what's her story <laughs> amazing she like woman. a model or something or what she woman. she models uh oh, beautiful woman. Probably, i'm i'm guessing she's married i think gary saw her at a jets game actually i did she's a she's a huge fan of the show howard and very pretty. oh no kidding yeah fabulous she, nudity when when eric the actor died she like posted a tweet about him no kidding. Oh, then I take it back. She is an amazing woman. <laughs> she loved Howard. She loves you. She does. Yeah, she started telling well, me. I, I got to tell you, I love her. <laughs> I think she said something about like she started listening to you to the show like with her mom when she was like in tenth grade or something. But very very and sweet. Look what it led kids. to. Great. Great. All, these new, all these nude scenes. <laughs> yeah, she's terrific. I mean, I watched that clip. <laughs> Not on. But I mean, I didn't know what when 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 uh, Mr. Skin was going. Alessandro Dario is like this is the greatest <laughs> naked scene ever in the history of Mr. Skin. I was like, what the fuck could this be? What is yeah? What is she doing? But it's some dude like he's uh it's uh what's his name Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And she yeah and she uh <laughs> yeah and. and she like bends over and he pulls her pants down. No, she straddles him ah. and she lifts up her top. All right, and yeah. just, and just they they they're out. How big are her jugs? 
big enough. How big? I, I, I how don't big know. Her, is she a D cup? It has to be. Has to be. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't way. even remember that, and I love True Detective. <laughs> I, I get so in my pants. I get so sucked into these nude scenes on Mr. Skin. I mean, I had to go look at what was going on. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I was in the middle of the worst COVID. I'm laying there half dead, and I'm watching uh, my uh, my show SWAT. I said, God, the, the main girl on SWAT is so good looking. She's got to have some nudity. And I, I get out of bed. <laughs> And go over to my computer to, <laughs> to go on Mr. Skin to see if she's naked. And sure enough, I hit the jackpot. Yeah, he was high up on something called Freed and Nipple that she did. It was like some documentary or something. Yeah, what? she's real. Free yeah. the Nipple? Yeah, she was. Yeah, behind. she made a movie called Free the Nipple and she's naked all the time in it. <laughs> <laughs> she barely has any clothes on. Yeah, pretty hot. Yeah, I liked it. By the way, as long as we're talking about shit, um, I mentioned all the weird porn ads. Uh, JD pulled a bunch of them for me <laughs> yesterday, and this well, inspired a lot of people. He sees them all, yes. Well, yeah. we actually, we, we have a whole team that does stuff now. <laughs> Someone spent three hours yesterday going through porn ads <laughs> to find a particular one that you found. Yeah, it was weird. The guys couldn't find the one porn ad I was talking about. Sometimes uh -huh. when I go in porn, I get this. Say I thought everybody got this ad, but it seems to be tailored to me that <laughs> if I want to fuck ugly old women. Um, <laughs> I wonder why I, they think that of you. I don't know. It's weird. They they, they, they were like, <laughs> if you want to fuck ugly old women, um, this is how, and you don't know how, This come to this website. And then they go, but if you... If you don't fuck all the women and you skip three times, they're going to throw me off the... It's like you're cursed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so a lot of people wrote in, Howard, you're right. The porn ads always seem to be specifically targeted. Like, I'm always getting prompts to hook up with grandmothers in my area. That's more embarrassing <laughs> than the porn itself. Yeah, there's nothing like a turnoff. There's another one, too, where... Um, um, there's another ad that's like kind of yelling at me going... You will come if you watch this video, and it's like a, it's like animation. They're like, you will guaranteed come. Huh. And I'm got over a cartoon. I don't think so. Porn. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the whole thing too. Howard, I watched one computer animated porn video, and now all I get are advertisements for bizarre porno video games with the challenge. <laughs> Bet you can't make it through level one without coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to burn my computer and start over. Yeah. Uh, someone sent me advice on how to find the ad I initially saw. To find Granny Ed, search the mature on the porn sites. It'll pop right up. I, well, anyway, as JD said, we we got our crack team together. Yeah, you don't they, necessarily mm, want to see that. You, you no, they chose it for it's me. Happening to you? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Here's the mm. one that keeps coming up on my you porn. Want to fuck old women, but you don't know how? This is the solution. <laughs> On this site, you will have to... F I'm like, the solution? <laughs> and you don't know I'm, how. What's the uh, the how of it? I don't know how. You know what? Deport me right now from the country. <laughs> that's, what, that's my problem. Want to fuck old women, but you don't know how. This is the solution. On this site, you will have to fuck old women whenever they ask you to. If you refuse three times, your account will be blocked. Access is only available for a limited time. Try for free. Click here to see old women in your area who want to fuck. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure once you click that button, there's no way back from hell. Try for I think free. <clears throat> Try yeah. for free. <laughs> yeah, uh, free. <laughs> By the way, and the old women in the ad are like 49 years old. They're calling right, that right. old. Yeah. They're like teenagers to me. <laughs> yeah. 49. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped so my depends. I, uh, Just that, imagine I, I, that Blue Iris missed this time, you know, where she could be on these sites. I don't know what's going on, but I think once you <laughs> click into that world and you give them your credit card, <laughs> I don't think there's any coming back. Oh, you're going to be blackmailed. Uh, That's yeah. what's gonna happen. I love the taste of ball juice. <laughs> anyway, as the guys were searching around for my ad, they encountered a few other funny ones. This one uh, actually wants you to stop watching porn and go fuck real MILFs in your area. It's like, you know, hey, don't be a loser and sit here and watch porn. You could be fucking MILFs. Here you go. Hey, you. Stop holding your cock and check this out. American MILFs are on this website to find... Some and the sad thing is you are holding your cock, <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, you. I like that, too. Hey, you. I don't like that. <laughs> hey, you. Click this button if you want to live under a bridge. <laughs> They don't think you're... they're talking to a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> hey, you. Stop holding your... Hey, who do you think you're talking to? I'm a very famous person. <laughs> you just call me hey, you. Hey, you. Put it back in your pants and get a life. You big nose. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you. Stop holding your cock and check this out. American MILFs are on this website to find someone to video chat or fuck for free. <laughs> they basically post an ad. You click on their post and you either video chat, call, or go get laid. No ID or credit card needed. They're just here to fuck. That's all. <laughs> it's just like any other social media platform, but this one is just for horny people looking for MILFs. They're here because they want to get easy hookups. <laughs> Try for free and fuck today. <laughs> hey, you, free, uh, free seems to be very important. Yeah, yeah. And you know people are in this to make money, so what's mm. the deal? What's the catch? Yeah, I'm not clicking that button. <laughs> hey, you. If your parents could see you now, they'd call you a real dipshit. <laughs> I see you holding that pathetic penis. <laughs> what kind of load is that? Looks like you dribble when you come. Yeah, I think once you click into these ads, here's one that, uh, this one gets your attention right away. This is, this is, you know, this is the oldest trick in the book. The guy just starts screaming about sex. Six, 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 six. Now that I have your attention, listen to me. You want to keep masturbating or you'd rather fuck older women. <laughs> Here you can find thousands of women who are just looking for a cock near you. Search for the profiles that you like and send a message. Usually in this website, you'll get an answer in less than 10 minutes. No ID or credit card needed. All you got to do is to register for free and start fucking today. <laughs> Immediately start fucking. What's why are all the ads like a computer generated voice? What is that about? I think they don't want to pay anybody even to make, you know, make these ads. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. All your dead ancestors are watching you right now. <laughs> you think you're tricking us with that tissue over the camera. We can see through that tissue. We see you, you big ugly douche. Hey, you. I, I, A, AI is making fun <laughs> of you. Yeah. Douche. Yeah. Hey, you. Here's your choice. You 
could either stand there and jerk off or fuck really old women. <laughs> You're pathetic. Oh, big. Hey, you. Which is it going to be? You're going to stand there and jerk off or are you going to go with the old women? I, I, quite frankly, I think I'm going to jerk mm. off. Yeah, I love the, how they nailed it. Are you going to keep holding your dick in your hand or are you mm. going to go somewhere and get laid? Hey, you. Your father was right about you. He's completely disappointed <laughs> in you. And you will die a virgin. Hey, you. People are dying in Ukraine right now while you beat your pathetic meat. Now go fuck some old women for free. <laughs> Sign up. There are old women <laughs> who need cock. <laughs> yeah. Right now, they're old women. You realize what a pathetic person you are? The Beatles were millionaires by the 20. You're just standing there with your <laughs> stupid putt in Kids your hand. down around your ankles. Yeah. <laughs> pathetic loser. Who wants it with Anyway. So anyway, thank you for your uh, email. I think that's it on the email. <clears throat> you know, I'm laughing, but it is pathetic. Yeah. It's pathetic because <laughs> I'm on these become. sites. Yeah. What we have become. Oh, my gosh. Oh. See if there's anything else I want to mention. I think I'm uh, kind of played out and shot right now. You've done a fine job. Yeah, it's enough show. I didn't What's know the big... that there were littles. I didn't know that there was a comedy war. Thank Gary, what were you yapping about with us. John Hine this morning about how, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what I mean, my voice is starting to go, mm. about um, what's going on with the football game? So the playoffs are this week. <clears throat> it's the NFL playoffs. So <clears throat> one of the uh, um, playoff games is going to be behind a paywall on Peacock. So you can't see it for free unless you live in that market. It's, I think it's Kansas City, Miami. So if you live in Kansas, Kansas City or Miami, it's free. But if not, you have to pay for it. And what we were saying is there's a lot of guys on the show who bought NFL Sunday ticket. It's like 350 bucks, which gets you all the regular season games. But I don't know. If you pay 350 bucks for football, you think they'd give you the playoff games. But now they're across a bunch of different networks. And this one is the first time ever you have to pay and people are flipping out. Hit him with the high. Yeah, I mean, when you sign up for that NFL package, you think you're getting everything, don't you? Regular season only. <clears throat> it's fucking COVID, wait. <laughs> Thank you for bringing us into it. <laughs> uh, doing this whole show. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to watch football. I'm just going to go fuck old ladies in my neighborhood who are close by waiting to be fucked. You have to. Yeah, I, I saw the ads for, and people were talking about that Peacock thing, and I wasn't really sure. I knew that it was only going to be free to the people who live in those areas. But I they didn't paid re a, re They paid a crazy amount of money for one game. I think they paid $110 wow. million to be able to show this one game. But they want to draw you into downloading the app and, you know, mm. going down that whole deal. How much, John, how much is it for the app? Is it $5.99 a month? There are two tiers. One is for $5.99 and the other is for uh, over 10 bucks. But what you can do is sign up for it. You have to go through the exercise of it, watch it, 
and then cancel it. That's what I think a lot of people are going to do. But NBC, right. you know, who owns Peacock, they have two other games which you can watch for free on NBC. But if you want to watch the Chiefs and the Dolphins, it's too it's much, though. It's game. too confusing. It's really confusing. And it's not just football, Howard. It's everything. You've been talking about that. If you want to watch a show, you hear about some great show or movie, you don't even know what it's on. It's HBO. It's Max. It's Discovery. It's Warner Brothers. It's, it's Showtime. I forget to watch the end of it. the show, right. You forget about it. I don't know. I'm not watching football. There's too many grannies to fuck. (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be a really good game, though. I have to tell you, this particular game, it's almost like they cherry-picked one of the best games of the weekend to uh, make people pay for. Well, they waited until all the games were done so they'd see what the pairings were before they yep. even selected what was going to be on Peacock. All I know is uh, you need Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock to watch all three Equalizer movies, I, which <laughs> I was able to do. It was like running the gauntlet. Uh, Howard, you know what enough- my holdout is all the free ones you know i'm not gonna watch commercials if i'm paying no. for all these channels they do a weird thing now too because it used to be like hbo if, you, if something were on hbo it was a big deal now hbo doesn't exist so showtime showtime's been around forever so i go to the showtime app the other day and they're like yeah this doesn't work anymore and so yeah. i gotta go look it up and i find out that showtime's now part of paramount plus if you pay the extra money and Oh my God, just where are the fucking shows? Just tell me. There's, there's also going to be a lot of consolidation. So keep your, uh, ears open because your channels will be merging because there's too many of them. Yeah. Netflix is still the best though. They got the most content, I think. Well, that's why they're all having trouble. They thought, you know, they watched Netflix and they said, wow, there's a lot of money in this streaming. And they all tried to go into their own streaming platform and they didn't understand. They didn't understand the business at all. And they're all losing tons of money. Mm. It's very upsetting. Amazon, Amazon's <laughs> content has gotten better. I, I will say that. I think they are doing better stuff on there. Yeah, they got some good shows. But they're so raising for- their prices, too. And Joe yeah, I already, ones, though. I already agreed to pay up. They got me. <laughs> but why? Let me ask you a question. I pay some Amazon Prime thing, or I pay a hundred bucks a year to get faster delivery and to go to the channels. And then every time I go to Amazon to watch something, they'll be like, "That's two ninety nine. That's three ninety nine." Because they know, know what, they know what they're it. doing. Jeff Bezos knows what he's doing. He's got you. He knows he you're doing. Get money out of your pocket. <laughs> <clears throat> he knows you'll pay whatever he tells you to pay. Let's face right. it. Right. Yeah. And they're Thanks. going into football and baseball and you know all of that stuff. It's just crazy what's going on. You'll never know where the station is that you or the channel is that you want to watch a football game on. So what are you guys doing? Are you signing up for that game or are you gonna? I already, gonna I already have it. I already, I already have it. I pay for <laughs> you it. Pays. I get, I get everything. I just get everything. And what so about if you're you, John? a Peacock subscriber, you get that game. Yes. All right. What about I you, John? Peacock. I have Peacock, so I will be. I will have it all. But I do think that with the Thursday nights this year, like people are sort of saying, you know what? I'm not going to watch. Like if it's a local team, that's one thing. But the other stuff, they're just going to let it go, and I feel bad for like Al Michaels and the other people who are on the Amazon broadcast. Well. Fewer and fewer are watching. Mike, my father-in-law is a real man. You know what I mean? He watches every football game. I can't see him signing up for Peacock for a game. I could see him saying, fuck you. You know, I think that's where he'll draw the line. 
There are now, Howard, there's seven playoff games to watch. There's two on Saturday, three on Sunday night, and one on Monday night. So wow. if you watch six of the seven, I think your father-in-law is going to feel okay. Like he got his fair share of, of playoffs in there. You know what I think is funny? Will told me he's been begging J.D. for his Peacock password, and J.D. won't give it to him because he's afraid he'll get in trouble. <laughs> so Will's like, hey, come on. and thrown into Peacock jail. <laughs> yeah, Will's trying to bully J.D. into getting his Peacock password. J.D., how many times did he hit you up? <laughs> I'm surprised J.D. pays for Peacock in the first place. Oh, I pay for everything. I mean, I got to know what all is going on. But yeah, it's nice to finally have some power. You better over... give me that password. That's what I want. <laughs> it's finally nice to have some power over uh, Mr. Murray. When did you When did you start uh, working him for I, the password? I started texting. Well, well, I begged a lot of people. Nobody would give it to me. And then I, last night I was like, oh, J.D., I bet he has. He watches everything. <laughs> so I started, you know, sweet talking to him. But so far he's putting maybe. up a fight. I just wrote maybe. <laughs> I don't know What's what your hesitation? You're breaking in giving, down. You're breaking down. <clears throat> What's your hesitation in giving Will the password? Are you afraid that like um, Peacock will find out and take well, you to Peacock no, jail? I think I think it's more the password for <laughs> password for that is like the password for like fifty other things. Nice. <laughs> uh, so I think I can't remember what my password is, but uh, that's my that's my main worry. Otherwise, you, you know what? The other, you know what? Actually, I, I am kind of worried of him like messing up my algorithm or something. Oh Jesus! You know? Like yeah, I can see him like trying to fuck with me and going through my profile and like watching right. all this bullshit and fucking everything up. I just want to watch yeah, the game like, and get in his bank account. No big deal. <laughs> I'm like that too. Like I, I don't want to give out my passwords because I'm afraid some dickhead will fuck with me. You know, well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta enter into a contract with JD. How many times have you asked him for the password and has he denied you? A couple, but you know, today I was going to start. It's going to start begging a little bit more as we get closer to the game here. It's going to get more pathetic yeah. as we get closer. See, now that I like that. I like that. Uh, but how do you I like paid, him begging? Yes. I paid $350 for the ticket. So, you know, that's a lot of money put out. I already paid for Prime so I could get the Thursday night games. And now you're asking me to pay another six bucks for one playoff game? They're going, they're going to the well too many times. It's At some ridiculous. point, the fans will rebel. They will. Well, you know what's happening is the, you know, NFL and a few of these other sports franchises are the uh, the ticket. They really are the ticket to get money out of people's pockets. Yep. And so every one of those streaming services is trying to get engaged with sports. Well, you could always thing. do what I do. Just don't watch any of these games. Fuck them. Listen on the, the app. Most the most powerful thing about sports is that you got to watch it live. It's one of the few like programming yep. entities now where you need to see it live. And Very true. as a result, a lot of these places, they know it and, and they're taking full advantage of that. And, and linear uh, TV is shaking in its boots because they're losing that. That is the one thing they had that you couldn't get anywhere else. I think this that is the in, beginning. Uh, uh, it was that in news originally, but news, I mean, a long time ago, cable took that over and now that's gone. But yeah, sports is the one thing in network television where they still get the most popular show on television, Sunday Night Football, year after year, tens of th uh, millions of viewers and other shows just don't pull that kind of rating anymore. I think this Not is me, the beginning man. of the end, though, because because um, like years ago, you know, you used to watch boxing on TV and then all of a sudden you can't watch a boxing match of any kind without paying for it. And I think this is going to be the start of paying for games that matter. All right. There you go. All right. Listen, I got to go.
<laughs> I don't give two shits about it. And, I got to um, subscribe for the 2030 Super Bowl game. <laughs> You're not going to watch any football this weekend, Howard? <laughs> nope. Don't even know who's playing. Don't know a thing about it. I'll watch the Super Bowl when that yeah, happens. Yeah, they're all, they all suck anyway, so. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no, uh, Bengals. Chiefs and, and Bengals. Yeah, yeah Bengals didn't make the playoffs. So, you know, fuck but them JD, all. you just won $2,500 in the fantasy league. Is that all over now? I mean, uh, that's you all guys over. Don't, yeah, that's I, all listen, over. I can do some sports betting, so I could do that. Sure. But JD's mm. not really a Bengals fan, though. I oh, mean, fuck off, John. You know what? You're such an asshole. Look, his fantasy his, team, his fantasy team all the time. Howard, his fantasy Maybe team that he won. Maybe if you went past your, go ahead. You know what? His fantasy team that he won with this past weekend he yeah. has the quarterback of the baltimore ravens who are in the same division who knocked the Bengals out of the playoffs so he had to cheer for him and he also had travis kelsey who was playing the Bengals that week and had to cheer for him as well if you know it's just i don't know i i, I question his Bengals fandom sometimes in other words what you're saying is when you play fantasy football you bet your team and uh, JD does not. He'll just he'll he'll just go rogue. What John, what John does, he he roots for the Steelers. He will not pick any other players from any other teams in that division. So I have no problem doing that. I'll pick Lamar Jackson. I'll pick uh, you know whoever else in the division. Yeah, I'll, root for the other guy's quarterback. That makes sense. That that are playing against your team. That makes total sense. Uh, listen, you can still root for players and still root for the team to win. I don't know. You know no, what I'm saying? Uh, I'm Benedict Carmire. <laughs> I'm not Benedict. Shut up, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, good luck with these games. Go I Bengals. hope you see them. Well, I hope you get a. Whoa, hope you get somebody's me. password. He'll give it to me. After you lick my sprinkler, whatever he needs. Uh huh. I'm here for him. Well, while you guys are watching football, I'll be fucking nine grannies in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get thrown out of the granny fucking club. If you miss three, you're out. All right, boys, uh, everybody have a good one, and uh, everybody blah, 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 and uh, that's it for today. <laughs>